7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! I've got a special. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. All right, everybody. Happy post-Turkey Day. This is Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back. That <laughs> was, was my attempt at a turkey. Good. What the hell is that sound? Uh, so, <laughs> Boom. Boom. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, whose family just got a little bit bigger this weekend. Yes, we added PJ, or Pal Jr., and uh, he's doing great. He's, just got uh, him the day before Thanksgiving. So cute, so cute. Again, compact model of uh, of of uh, Sharky. I'll have so, to post the picture in the in the chat. Oh yeah, definitely. People are going to want to see that. Uh, it's it's so funny um, because he's just like a little man. Look at that little man. Um, but <laughs> very well behaved, you say as well, Joe. He is. He's he's had very few accidents since he's been here, and he's just. Uh, you say no to him, and he understands, and he stops uh, doing whatever he's doing wrong. So he's a good guy. Yeah, of course, he was raised by his by his mother. So you know, see? the women shall lead behind <laughs> yes. every behind every well behaved man. There's a strong woman. Yes, this yeah, is well, true. That's why I never I never had a child. And uh, oh, oh now, <laughs> well, uh. you, you never had a you never had a collie. <laughs> no, I never had a collie yeah. either. <laughs> so, yeah. and you can uh, see by Earl, he's a pain in my ass. So, uh, well, yeah, Earl's now, cute. <laughs> I think that might be a good segue to the first thing I want to talk about tonight. And by the way, we're going to have a lot of fun and play a bunch of uh, old PSAs uh from the the last several decades I, I got some fun ideas from a few listeners and uh of course rain came up with some great ideas and then i fell down the psa youtube hole <laughs> and i have a new folder of just psas that we can play on the show i went to the and as rain uh, mentioned uh, i went to the um uh, before we got on the show uh I, I went to the um, Ad Council's archive. Oh, there's some good stuff there. But, I can't uh, believe that they have them in archives. That's that was awesome. Yeah, they they've got. Uh, ah. You know, I think what happens is they probably from the quality of some of them. I think people have uploaded them from their video collection, and they're like, "Look, you can keep your version online, but you have to share your copy with us, and we'll archive it as well." 
So, which uh, that's just my guess, you know, because some of the quality is pretty sketchy. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's some really fun stuff that we found. And um, but now, now, Joe, you you brought up, you know, uh, having a strong woman uh, makes uh, a, a, a decent. Uh, there's a, there's always a strong woman behind every decent man. So I think that might be the problem with the guy we're going to talk about next. to get me the strength and the words to unlock the spirit of humanity with a huge awakening to bring these people down forever and to bind them for hell. By the power of Grayskull. To it with pleasure. Okay, um, all of that makes it seem a lot creepier because of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Submit to it with pleasure, he huge awakening. Uh, <laughs> because see, I uh, know it's coming, and I feel sick already. <laughs> oh, you already, you just said coming. Oh, see, <laughs> oh, oh it's see, God, see. damn it! Never you could have it. fun. Never you could s- have fun. I know yeah. us women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, ladies and germs, without further ado, here is a story that comes to us from uh, Law and Crime, formerly Law News, a Dan Abrams production. Listen to a story about a man named Bart. <laughs> uh, this is from Aaron Keller on Law and Crime, and... The headline is, InfoWars likely just violated law by posting video of Representative Barton masturbating. That's right, everybody. InfoWars now, instead of just being masturbatory conspiracy theories, is actual just masturbation porn. I mean, not porn to masturbate to, people masturbating on videos. They pulled the video off. I should add. Uh, <laughs> they yanked it right off. They, they oh yanked it. They, they jerked it from their website. <laughs> they got it off. They yeah. got mm-hmm. it off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, uh, yeah. they, they, uh, first they released it, and then they cleaned the whole place up. Uh, <laughs> so here's the, this is, this is uh, interesting of, of what kind of laws might have been broken here. Of course, everybody knows Texas Representative Joe Barton. There's been like a lewd photograph of him uh, uh, that that he sent to a woman. And it's fine. You want to do that? That's great. But what the hell does that say about your judgment? We know what it said about Anthony Weiner's judgment, and he had to go. At least right. Anthony Weiner kept his pants on. His underpants. Well. Uh, they were gray underpants. They, they were kind of gray. But this is this is what the story is about. In a since-deleted post, Alex Jones' Jones's Infowars recently published video purporting to show embattled Texas Representative Joe Barton masturbating. The original post, according to the archives of the page, occurred November 22nd and carried Alex Jones's name as the author of the post. Barton is in hot water for reportedly sending sexually charged videos, messages, and photos to a woman whom he later threatened to report to Capitol Police if she exposed him. Well, he shouldn't have exposed himself first, the Washington Uh, Post reports. And uh, what is interesting, though, well, you see, now now threatening her once he sent that, that's not cool. You want to send the videos, that's fine, but don't threaten people. I mean... 
that's that that that's um I mean that's that's abusive right there. Um, you know, abusive power. Well, let's just the keep in mind Capitol that he police. sent. He allegedly, he allegedly sent the picture to this woman. Mm-hmm. This woman responded to him, and he said, "Shut up, or I'll report you to the Capitol Police." Yeah, so that's absolute corruption, absolute abuse of power, um, yeah. and absolute misogyny. Saying you're going to blame a woman for something you did wrong, right? Yes. Um, yep. And what what is interesting, though, is the Infowars decision to publish the material, which it seems at first blush to be a violation of a Texas <laughs> revenge porn law. The law would cover Infowars, which is a uh, which is a, a a publication of Free Speech Systems LLC, registered to Austin, Texas, uh, uh, to an Austin, Texas address, according to the Texas Secretary of State, under Section twenty six point sixteen. Uh, the uh, of the Texas Penal Code, it is a crime to unlawfully dis. Penal. Uh, see, <laughs> see, not not Sit. penis code. So Seriously, but to unlawfully disclose or promote intimate visual material, an offense occurs if someone intentionally discloses sexual recordings without consent to the person uh, depicted. Uh, had a reasonable expectation that the recordings would rem- remain private. Three, the leaking of recordings caused harm. And four, he the identity. The <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you, see, and you just can't have fun. The, the identity of the depicted person is disclosed, including through accompanying information. So a lot of that happened. Another this sub- is just the tip. Oh, see, oh man. Um, uh, another uh, subsection of the statute makes it a crime to promote an offending recording on an internet website that is owned or operated by the person. Um, with as with many laws, the Texas revenge porn law contains affirmative defenses which function as a legal get out of jail f- uh, free card. Doctors, police officers, and lawyers are specifically enumerated as having affirmative defenses to sharing otherwise uh, offending recordings if the recordings are shared for legitimate purposes of uh, pursuant to their jobs. Um, So anyway, um, they're again they they yanked it off. Uh, But yeah, Jones could. uh, You said that. You said that. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. I did. You need to buzz yourself. I know. Um. (laughs) So. uh, Anyway, I've heard a clickbait, but uh, it, was, uh, yeah. <laughs> it must have been must have been really hard getting that off. Oh, oh my God! See, see, oh. yeah, it's yeah. Just, uh, all over the place here. You should see all this. Uh, so <laughs> I can't believe I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be surprised, but Adam uh, Adam no Ebert? what no, Alex Adam Jones Ebert. Alex, Alex Jones at, not Adam. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Alex, okay. J- sorry, Adam. It's okay. He'll be all right. You would never yank anything offline. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but anyway, wow. was, finish your mean. finish your I'm thought. Sorry, Adam. Finish your but thought. Alex it Jones wasn't did mean. this. He actually did this. He put this up there. Yes. Well, you know the most interesting thing about the actual video that was posted, and yes, I am sorry I did this, but I am not sorry I did this. Um, I found somebody had saved the video that Alex Jones put up on YouTube. They, they saved it. They put it on YouTube. 
I hit record on Audacity and I walked away. And when I came back, I edited out the sound of the video with the exception of Alex Jones's commentary. So nothing I'm going to play was actually from the video. Um, and he did he did censor it, uh, you know, with, and put like post-its on the screen. But it was fucking lewd. I mean, I saw some of it. And, and, and the thing is, he admitted to watching it several times so they could like cover up parts. And in the video, it is Alex Jones giving running commentary on the video Yuck. and talking about it. Yuck. And, you know, in watching it in the dark. I'm afraid to ask this, but what other sounds were there? Um, I don't know, but I put I put I put uh, I replaced all audio from the Joe Barton video with the sound of a jackhammer. Everyone, uh, it just seemed like that would be a good way to not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this we can, is we go can ahead. conclude that Joe Barton has a video out there with him masturbating. Yes. Okay. He admitted it was him. So, okay. but yeah, so here you go. Listen to listen to Alex Jones's uh blow by blow by blow by blow oh my God. <laughs> of the uh, fa- video uh, at hand. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is a real sticky situation. Oh boy. Well, it could be. It could yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. So, uh all right, here here's the uh edited audio again because I don't want to get sued. I'm just playing Alex Jones talking about it, not any audio from the video. So, uh, again, hence the jackhammer sounds every. Uh, here it is with the audio. Uh, so you know, I don't want to hear that we uh, showed anything. We've we've watched it; it covers it up the whole time because he goes up and down here. Uh, and again, th- th- this is a guy's privacy. Oh, everybody puts their stuff on the cloud. It is insane. Where you live, what you do, it's it's designed to steal from you. Bezos is involved in the CIA and the whole cloud crap. This oh, is just really? insane. So this is a warning to everybody. It's why we're showing this in public interest. <laughs> yeah, let's kill that light. There's stuff shining off these other ones. I can see it off the keyboard. Let's, let's move that. Oh, no, that's, no, that's the lights above. So, again, we're just breaking this like we break all the big news. It's like we broke the McMasters at dinner parties talking trash about the president. That all broke two months after we broke it. We just break oh, everything. We told you Trump win. He admits it's him. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't take any glee in this. We're showing you this so you, you understand sure? what's really going on. He's come out and said he apologizes that he should have, you know, thought what he was doing, but that it was private between him and women, and that's how they advertise on those damn sites. Well, uh, uh, whatever. I, I don't know what any uh, of that really means, I, but I, can, I don't. Can you tell me why he brought up Jeff Bezos? Uh, because apparently Jeff Bezos and the cloud storage that Amazon does is somehow uh, Illuminati lizard people. And they're going to oh, be. Oh. And he owns, he owns the Washington Post. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait. They all and, made uh, him George, jerk George off. Soros they wasn't all, available yeah, they all day. made him oh jerk off on tape, sent it to a woman, and then threaten her. They all made him do that. Just so you know, it's a big, big conspiracy. Yeah. So, uh, yes, Clinster, Alex Jones does gargle with battery acid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and jackhammers. And jackhammers, yeah, that's it. That's how he gets at the plaque. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
plaque. Sorry for the snorts tonight. Oh no, it's <laughs> oh it is it's it is all right. But uh yeah, I mean uh um Wow. Uh we're just breaking this here for you folks. We're just breaking it here for you. I I mean you're, you're... Texas Congressperson Joe Barton is caught on video. I mean, I saw pictures I would not like to see again. Sure. I'm glad um, this is an audio-only show tonight. But I, I saw would, the pictures. Yeah, I wouldn't have shown. Alex Jones oh, yeah. actually played video of him pleasuring himself. Yes, and after the first time, he had somebody turn off the lights so he could watch it in the dark a second time on the video. Oh, boy. Oh, Lord. I can this only man, see oh, um, I can only see one of Alex Jones's hands during the whole video too. Oh yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't. I honestly didn't pay that much attention. Like I said, I hit record and walked out of the room. I saw enough to know that he actually didn't play the video, but he played enough of it. I mean, he he played the video, but he put like I said, post its on the screen to obscure his wanker. So, of course, do you remember you know, the days when something like this would cause a representative to immediately resign? Um, yeah. Do you remember the days when poor Pee Wee Herman was yes was in a theater that was showing porn flicks? Yes, where probably everybody in the place was masturbating. Yes, and he lost his career. Yeah. Do you remember the days? Do you remember the days? When we found out that a senatorial candidate was trying to get hooked up with fourteen-year-olds, uh, yeah, yeah, I do, actually. and got elected anyway. Mm. The point that I'm saying is, is there is something deeply, deeply wrong on the right. Mm. Yeah, post morality for sure. Joe There's Biden some- was eliminated from a presidential primary about twenty years ago. Because he plagiarized right. something that uh, an MP in England said. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that was the end of his whole career, really. He, he was finished presidentially. Oh, what about, and, um, uh, what's and, his name? And then the, Dean, Howard yeah, Dean. Yeah. That's and Howard Dean. So I guess what ah! I'm getting at is we, yeah. we need to start getting smarter about, um, Disinformation campaigns. Well, I sort of blame John McCain for all this. And here's why. When he introduced Sarah Palin, he introduced the dumbing down of America. Yes. Okay. He made being stupid and ridiculous fashionable. And fashionable, yeah, exactly. Better term. Something yeah, to be desired. Did. I mean, Joe the plumber, really? And he yeah, ran for he freaking Congress. He did. He I did. mean, this and is all part of the dumbing down of America. We, we, we've we become desensitized to bullshit. And, and I'm going to just, I'm going to go there right now. And I don't know if Kenny planned on going there with this show, but I'm going to go there right now. When I tell you everything that we just talked about, be very, very careful about all of the accusations against Al Franken because they want us to be the dumbing down of America. And uh, in what respect? In, in, are you... in what respect? In what respect? I, I mean, I think, 
I really do deeply think that Al Franken is is he he's I think there's a hit job coming out on him. Mm-hmm. I really do. And we talked about this, you know, last week when I said I believe her and him. I'm watching this. I'm watching all of this. And when we talk about the dumbing down of America, I think that the right wing wants everybody else in America to be just as dumb and to believe just at, you know, point blank, just believe everything that's coming out against him. And I'm telling you, be really wary of it. Understood. I I, I know that's not a popular opinion right now. And I am, I could still consider myself very much in believe, believe women. But when we talk about Sarah Palin and we talk about all this dumbing, dumbing down, um, we need to be really careful about the right wing weaponizing a lot of this against our, our side. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm on this side of the, the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the danger right now is that we're lumping all this together? Yes. You know, it's 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 being packaged on on the cable news as one large uh, social event, and it's not. You can't you can't say that that being a pedophile and running for Congress is the same as a man who was a comedian uh, thinking it's funny to grab a woman's ass. It's not the same thing. It's not acceptable it shouldn't be done but it's right. not the same thing yeah it comes from right. the same, it all come shot. it all comes from the same place but again just like in crime there you know yes. the, like there are degrees of murder right. there are degrees of you know when you're when you meet your future wife at a dance recital when she's 16 you know and right. you know when when you you know take a, a a young girl from a custody hearing into your house in the woods and strip her down and molest her, right? Versus I mean, Al Franken doing yeah. this in a room full of people, although inappropriate, you know, jamming his tongue down her throat, or I think they were alone at that point, um, you know. Uh, but you know, this is you know this is really uh, you know we we do have to just like everything we have to use nuance and we have to um you know abide by we have to abide by the truth but we have to understand what the truth is in all of these cases right yeah, Nothing, none of it is acceptable big... behavior that's that's the first thing well, none of yes it. and it's a good thing that we're becoming socially aware that women have traditionally been subjected to things that men never had to be subjected to. We have to, okay, that's great. Now we have to start being a little new, like, like Kenny said, a little bit nuanced about how we approach this. What happened to, to, to representative Conyers, what happened with, with our president, what happened with uh, Al Franken and what happened with Joe Barton and what happened with Bill Clinton are all different and should all be approached. And, she, and and Roy Moore should all be approached with a different uh, a, a different angle, a different attitude. Yeah, when you have yeah, and and yeah, and we ahead. we do we do need to get to a point where, and I've been leading up to this on the show and in a few other places, we do need to get to a point where, you know, there's 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 sexual assault, and within sexual assault, there are different levels of it. 
and then there's sexual harassment, and then there's inappropriate behavior. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I had a conversation with a friend of mine, and I was like, my opinion was, guess what? I've been on the subway, and I was groped. And I couldn't get away from it because the subway was crowded. And I couldn't I couldn't find the guy. I couldn't charge him. And even if I could find the guy, there was no way I was going to be able to charge him. But I was still groped. Um, yeah. And so that doesn't rise to the same. I was offended. I was I was I was taken advantage of. But it doesn't rise to the same level of sexual assault. And like I said, even within the levels of sexual assault, where do we get? You know, where is it? And I don't want us to lose the impact of the Me Too movement. Yeah, agreed. Um, but uh, oh yeah, in uh, Moon Mayor, I, know, I don't I know. I just hijacked the show. No, 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 no. Uh, just I, I don't know where this exactly came from. But Moon Mayor says you can't equate a guy jacking off with a man molesting girls. I'm, we definitely didn't do that here, but you know, and and by all means, if Joe Barton wants to be a hypocritical family values person and make tons of videos of himself jerking off, um, that's fine. But he did threaten a woman uh, that say that he would abuse his power to uh, have her get in trouble and and go out, you know, send the Capitol Police after her. That's that's a whole other ball of wax right there. Yeah, that's so, where it enters into a whole nother realm. That's abuse of power, is what that is. And yes. but it, again, mm-hmm. still, still abuse. comes from the same place, trying to make a, a woman a victim for a man's actions. Um, you know, uh, and you know, again, it, it's 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 you know a, a kind of um, twist on victim blaming. You know what I mean? So, but. Um, Anyway, um, I, well, I'll tell you what. We, we should probably get run into the break, but in, because in, and again, we're gonna play a bunch of fun PSAs, everybody. But it's funny that Joe brought up Pee Wee Herman <laughs> because we have a Pee Wee Herman PSA from the 1980s. Everyone, I did not know this exists, but it does. This is crack, rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous or cool or kid stuff. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine and it can kill you. What's really bad is nobody knows how much it takes. So every time you use it, you risk dying. It isn't worth it. Look, everybody wants to be cool, but doing it with crack isn't just wrong. Could be dead wrong. Ooh, Pee Wee Herman says, "Don't do crack, kids. It's not cool." So, <laughs> <laughs> did Pee Wee do that inside the Forty Second Street Theater? I'll tell you what. It looked like he did it from the set of a Saw movie because it's a really creepy commercial. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's rough. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's so uh, it, it, it's weird. 
That's weird. So uh, anyway, let's go ahead and um, play. Uh, well, I think it's time. You know, we're we're past the first big holiday, uh, so we we could play a song of love and outreach from Macaroni to dedicate to all the hypocritical uh, right wingers out there, to the people who make tapes of themselves uh, or make videos of themselves jerking off, those who play it for giggles. Those who would support child molesters, uh, those who are accused of um, multiple women of sexually harassing them and now sits in the White House. So all y'all, we got a message from Macaroni for you on this break. But when we come back, we're going to get into a lot more PSA fun. And uh, again, well, you can fall down the the old PSA hole (laughs) (laughs) with with me. Oh, here we go. Along with me, the PSA hole. Uh, (laughs) uh, So anyway, which is uh, better than the PS Mueller hole? Yeah. See, Um, but maybe he's been called a PSA hole sometimes. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and and I believe PS Mueller will be joining us too. Uh, and yes, like Pee Wee Herman says, don't do any crack on this break, everybody. It's not cool. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air uh, If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking uh, fingers in the air uh, This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real 
feel for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you, I'm me. That's how I'ma do. If you don't like it, fuck you, do you? If you don't like it, say fuck you too. Or some of you might say suck my food. This is about being real with yourself. Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else. Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do. Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse, it's showtime. I think somebody might be trying to kill me. My God, the wild turkey must have been the uh, main course for some of the folks in the neighborhood here because they're all outside blowing shit up. So <laughs> I seriously, I, I, t- I walked in the other room uh, after I took my headphones off and I was like, is that thunder? Is there thunder going on right now? And then I was like, oh, maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's just train cars getting knocked into one another down at the, because we have train tracks uh, uh, about a mile from us. And every once in a while they'll, they'll, you know, run cars into one another to hook up a, you know, a bunch of freight. And then uh, I stepped outside to see more, hear more clearly what it was. And no, no, some crazies with fireworks. Jesus. I mean, a lot of them. Loud ones. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, hopefully, hopefully it's not shell fire from some invasion force from Canada or something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they came across Lake Erie and the Canadians are taking over. Who knows? Um, but anyway, we'll find out. I have breaking news on just in case <laughs> invasion force USA. Uh, welcome back to <laughs> the program. Uh, it's red dawn. That's what it is. I'm going to have to make sure I pee in the radiator to make sure that the truck works. So, uh Oh, somebody's the associated press. <laughs> um, anyway, welcome back to the show. Rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC invasion USA. No, no, Invasion Mar-a-Lago. Oh, there we go. DC uh, is clean, it's clear, it's beautiful. That's good. And, of course, yeah. uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'm under attack. Uh-huh. <laughs> is there a PSA for that? Uh, there could be. <laughs> there could be. Well, all I got to say is I am Stuck sure... I'm sure, duck yeah, duck and cover, duck and cover right. would be a good one for that. But I got I got an even better one. After all, you yokels are done with your uh, with, with your fireworks. You know what? I think you should all give a hoot. Everybody. Hi, I'm Woodsy Owl. In order to try and stop pollution, we need more help. So help Woodsy spread the word. Come on, never be a dirty bird. No matter where you go. You can let some people know to give a hoot, don't pollute, never be a dirty bird, in the city or in the woods, help keep America looking good. Seriously, it is like, I can, I I could hear the fireworks, maybe if everybody goes back and blast the volume on this you'll be able to hear but there was just a huge barrage of fireworks and and like i said i'm sure they're not going to be dirty birds and they're going to go out and pick up all the casings and paper and everything from their fireworks right just like good little uh woodsy pals <laughs> yeah susan's like yeah that's funny um uh, i forgot about woodsy the owl woodsy the owl. i actually have um a woodsy the owl shirt that i got at uh at target many years ago it's a little tight I shrank a little bit, or maybe I, well, I maybe I got bigger. Um, let's go with shrank. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 it was the shirt that I wore to uh, uh, if if I if I had bumped into you and Bobber at uh, the One Nation rally in 2010, I would you would have seen me wearing that. That's what I wore to that. So, Aww. 
Um, yeah, Woodsy the I I almost bought a Woodsy the Owl costume like an official one from eBay for like five hundred bucks one time, but I didn't. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It would have been awesome though. It would have been epic. So. <laughs> oh my God! I just I looked up Woodsy. Woodsy wore a little green elephant hat. He did. He wore like Jeff Sessions leftovers. He did. No, Jeff Sessions wears his leftovers. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah, oh I don't know. Oh my God! Look at Woodsy. Yeah, Woodsy the Owls was great. That was I, I'm I'm playing ones right now that were really really near and dear to my heart. Um and uh I, I and Rain you picked some good ones too that are that are uh uh close favorites of mine as well, but um there were uh there's another one that I don't know if anybody remembers this but this one it was about carpooling, all right. Oh. <laughs> And I don't know if it, I don't I don't want to spoil what the topic is, but there's a man in in conducting an interview with a little guy in a raincoat whose name happened to be Noah. So listen to this. Because that today we're talking legit. to the original. Oh, I'm sorry. What? I said a little guy in a raincoat named Noah sounds totally legit. Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, <laughs> listen to this. Not my not my nephew Noah either. But uh, uh, here you go. Today we're talking to the original share the ride with a friend man. Uh, you, sir, are Noah of Noah's Ark fame. That's right. I had two lizards, two monkeys, two snails, two snakes, and two rhinos get together and share the ride. Mm -hmm. Two falcons. Boy, were they hard to get aboard. Oh, well, one of the great things about carpooling is all the money you can save. Absolutely. Then actually, when you did do the whole number with the... the whole number? Is that a thing you say nowadays? That's a current uh, Yeah, okay, fine. So today, the best thing you could advise people to do is... Share the ride. It worked out for us, and so when you share a ride with somebody, make an animal noise. It's kind of fun. Uh, by the way, did you call it carpooling way back then? No, we did not have that word. We called it kalaka. Kalaka, is that... Uh, kalaka, yes. In Babylonian, that meant carpool. Oh, yes. Yeah. Double up every morning. Double up going home at night. Double up every day It's a better way. It's driving alone. <laughs> um, so we had a word for it back in the day. Of course, Noah from Noah's Ark. The, we called it Kalaka. All right. Well, when I was that, that ad is from uh, the, uh, let me see. I didn't, I don't think it gave me it, from about 1978 or 74. I'm sorry. So when that first came out, I was three and it ran for years. And when I was probably four or five, um, I was looking at a Sears catalog at the toys, and they had a little Noah's Ark playset. It was the Ark with you know pairs of animals and everything, and a little Noah figure and crap like that. And you know, just just a chintzy little toy. And I had to have been four. I think I was four because I I don't think my reading skills were that great. Because I looked at it and I said, "Oh, mom, I want this Kalaka game." Susan's laughing at me in the other room. <laughs> and, and so they always laughed at me because they're like, there's your Kalaka game. You know, so they got me the Noah's Ark toy set for Christmas, but I referred to it as Kalaka because they said Kalaka in the commercial. So, yes, I was a dumb child. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> we all make mistakes. Yeah, we do. kids. Sure. I think thinking Noah's Ark was referred to as a Kalaka game 
is a pretty innocent offense. So what do you think, it Rain? Is. You there, Rain? Rain. Yes, I am here, and I okay. was talking all along, and whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still amazed. I'm still amazed that the guy was like, "Yes, we can definitely carpool with snakes." Yeah. <laughs> and falcons. <laughs> falcons. All of those animals yeah. were like, "No, no, I'm not going to carpool with them because they, no, they'll eat me. They'll eat my face. Mm-hmm. They'll bite my neck." Yeah, uh, dad. Dad says he remembers the me in the Kalaka game. Uh, so, uh, and Bobber says the mut- Kalaka, huh? Kala- Kalaka. Kalaka in the in the PSA. He's like, did you call it carpooling back in your day? No, we called it Kalaka. That's Babylonian for carpool. So, so, so that's why I, you know, because, and because it says in the, it shows the word Kalaka at the end of the ad on, on the screen (laughs) over Noah's Ark. So, you know, to me, I was like, oh yeah, Kalaka game. So, so that, that was me. And I'm with Bob, the music in this, there was a lot of production. Oh Yeah. You, you and my I'll tell you what this is probably my personal favorite of the of the more uh weird kind of ones because you know there were some stoners making these things right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean no we called it kalaka yeah. yeah that came out of nowhere um yeah we never had an ad council or PSA advertisement that said don't smoke pot did we uh, yes. we, we did. Yes, we, we did. did. I, I think oh, I have a couple, oh, oh. I have a couple yes. anti-pot, uh, ones okay. that we'll play tonight. Damn. So, uh, but this one that, you know, don't do drugs, but also d- don't drink chemicals under your sink. <laughs> Mr. Yuck is me. Mr. Yuck. Is green. Home is full of lots of things that children shouldn't touch. Home is full of bad things that can hurt you very much. Now there's a man whose face is green that you ought to get to know. He'll warn you when danger's coming fast or slow. Get to know his face in every single place. When you see it, you'll know quick. Things marked yuck make you sick. Sick, sick, sick. Sick, sick, sick. <laughs> Mr. Yuck is me. Mr. Yuck is green. <laughs> wow. They should have played that for Roy Moore back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Uh, yeah, Mr. Moore is green. (laughs) Yeah, tell all the 14-year-old girls. Yeah, they should have just put a big Mr. Yuck sticker on him when you see him. (laughs) Uh, you will be sick. Um, uh, yeah, I I mean... remember Mr. Yuck. You don't remember Mr. Yuck? Have you ever seen the... You've never seen the stickers? No. Oh, Sure. Yeah, that's it's it's a big thing, and you know what's funny is I was just having a conversation with a uh, friend of mine, the HR manager at my job, and she was talking about 
Um, I don't remember how what got us on the subject. Oh, she was talking about a favorite lighter she used to have that had a Mr. Yuck sticker on it. She's like, I used that thing until it died. It was in... And I was like, and I said, Mr. Yuck is mean. Mr. Yuck is green. She was like, what? I was like, you don't know the Mr. Yuck song? She's like, I've never heard that. I knew about the sticker, but I never heard that. And I was like, no, oh, that wow. commercial was everywhere in the 70s. And and she's, and I, so I got back to my office. I went to YouTube. I found it. I sent it to her. And she's like, oh, I'm FG. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I, I wonder if only, you know, maybe, maybe it was an opt-in thing for different states, you know, and you grew up in New York, right? Yeah, it might have been regional. Yeah, because I think, obviously, you had to get, back in the day, you had to get Mr. Yuck stickers that had your local poison control center on them, because that's what they did. If You know, if somebody drank something that had that sticker on it, you called the phone number on it. Oh you know. wow! No, I didn't. I don't remember that. Yeah, we had wow. them. We had them in Pennsylvania. We had them in Scranton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except somebody here licked one of the Mister Yuckers and died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's manufactured poorly. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> turned out the Mister Yucker glue was not was not uh, safe. Yes, uh, yeah, exactly. It, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was bad acid. It's just bad acid. It's manufactured poorly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, duh, Ken Senior posted a Mister Yuck sticker uh, in the chat room, Rain. If you want to take a look at it, um, I, you know, he's like the original emoticon. Yeah, I don't remember that. He's like the original emoticon. Actually, when I was sending you guys a message about um, about this, and I typed in Mr. Yuck, a little green frowning smiley face popped up um, in, in, uh, on Facebook. So I'm going I'm to see if that works again. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I typed that, and uh, um, let me see what happens. No. Mm, maybe I got to type out Mr. Mr. Yuck. No, it doesn't want to do it again. That's weird. Maybe it was on my phone when I typed it. I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that, that those were uh, three big favorites of mine. And um, you know what was really fun is when Rain, you suggested, and of course, Smokey the Bear was in, in the back of my head the whole time we were doing this, is how many Smokey Bear car, uh, uh, commercials there are. Yeah, Smokey's been around since the 40s. Yeah, like 70 years. He just had his 70-year birthday a few years ago. Um, and uh, I found one just beautiful animation from 1961 called The Forest Has Many Things. And so yes. so this one, I don't know. Uh, well, I, think, I think Joe definitely is going to remember this one. Um but you know they cycled them out so so much you know they didn't replay these that much but i don't know if they if they ran this up until you know uh because i mean it was black and white so i think they cycled it out pretty good but uh but it's um this is it's a pretty powerful one even though the animation again is totally adorable here we go 1961 smoky the forest has many things A forest is many things. Shady places where you can camp. Good places for picnics, too. Yes, 
and a home for wildlife. All kinds of wildlife. Timberland for lumber harvest and grazing land so there'll be meat for dinner. And milk in the morning. Watershed to make sure you'll get water when you turn the tap on at home. A forest is sure a lot of things. Yes, but let a little fire get started. Catch on, destroy, and your forest is nothing. Nothing for anybody. Nobody. You have so many reasons to protect your forests. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Da -da -da -da. <laughs> that mm -hmm. I'm trying to pin down so that happy. voice. I'm trying to pin down that voice actor and that the the narrator for it because he sounds like one of the voices of one of the characters from one of the Rankin Bass Christmas specials. And I can't nail it down. Well, it's interesting that <clears throat> you brought that up because that illustration, mm -hmm. I think, is straight from Rankin Bass. Yeah, it it, it does kind of look like maybe some of the p same people who worked on Frosty worked on that. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's a strong possibility, but the style of it was very cool because the little boy's it's, eyes were just like you know, black Frank dots. And bass. And, I'm going to say yeah. Saul Bass. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah uh, it, it, it's very possible, but the voice of that guy, I think he might have been Cold Miser. I think that was that was the, the character he voiced. And I don't know who, who that is, but um, uh, <clears throat> I can find out, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, maybe that was, I'm not sure. It was either him or maybe he played, uh, oh, maybe he was the old um, New Year in the Baby New Year special. Hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, Joe, do you remember that one? Um from sixty one, I oh yeah, I remember all the uh, the Smoky Bear, all the Smoky Bear commercials. Yes, nice. Did you know that that and, and that Lassie was the official spokeswoman, well spokesman, mm -hmm. spokes dogs for uh, mm -hmm. Keep America Beautiful uh, campaign by uh, Lady Bird Johnson. Mm hmm. Yes, and and uh, they actually uh, we have some pictures in the book about uh, that uh, public service uh, campaign with Lassie going around the the parks, uh, picking up trash and putting it in the garbage can. Ah, okay. Oh, uh, by the way, Dick Sean was the voice of Snow Miser, uh, so it definitely wasn't Dick Sean. Dick Sean was in the producers. <laughs> Uh, he was the hippie guy, you know, that they cast as hippie. Yes. I always think of that song, the 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 audition he gave. That's it? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, th that guy, whoever that was, I'll have to do some research because I'm gonna, once I watch the Christmas specials again this year, I'll be able to pinpoint who that was. Um, but, you know, there there's a... It's hard because there's a um, um, oh Jay Collie yeah looking up Jackson Weaver as the voice of Smokey I was I was actually actually um, looking oh Billy Mum Billy Moomy uh, Francie says was the the kid who did the voice but I don't I'm wondering who the uh, the narrator is so if anybody is I, I bet if Theo's around I bet he would know who did it but um, 
but he's not around right now. So anyway, um, yeah. I think so, the illustrator is Soul Bass. Could have very well put been. Put my money down on I that. I wouldn't be surprised. So um, I'm sure there's some kind of resource for, for that out there. Actually, IMDB might even have credits for some of those. You never know. Um, because it was such a popular series of commercials, it might there there might actually be information on that. So, um, but maybe not. I, I don't know commercials. Um, let's just look. Um, smoking aces? No, not smoking in the bandit either. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I I don't know if uh, I don't know if there's oh no maybe. Mm. Let me see. There actually might no. It looks it looks like these are television show appearances. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. I'll keep looking. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, this is interesting stuff. Anywho, any any final comments before we go to the break and get Pete on and uh, play him some weird promos or weird PSAs? I'm sure he's going to remember the duck and cover one I sent you. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. He's uh, totally going to remember that. Yes. Yeah, the, well, that was like the, the beginning, though, of an actual movie, though, wasn't it? Or was it an actual PSA one? There was a, a long PSA back then of a... Uh, Mitch McConnell played in it. It was a turtle. That's Mitch right. Mitch McConnell That's did right. not play in it. Okay, it was a turtle, though. It was a, an animated <laughs> Mitch McConnell. It was an animated turtle. And they they were longer uh, public service announcements. They used to play them in the school. Yes. Yeah. Uh, usually on a Friday, so they would ruin our weekends. You know, on a Friday afternoon, mm. they would roll in the, the projector, and they would show these lo- longer films uh, of, uh, you know, what a nuclear attack would be like. Yeah. And when you see the, the flare, you know, um, it's probably too late, so you should just shelter in place. Well, so that Joe, your sh- shadow is a <laughs> yeah, your shadow burned on the wall, um, <laughs> right on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, uh, Joe, you'll have to forgive me because I did not get that one. Somebody else suggested I use that one, but it it, it was so much more visual than it was uh, audio. You know, it had you know the the repeated line in it, and it was kind of and I actually started getting that from somebody else before I saw your message, and. Um, mm-hmm. I did not grab it. My apologies for that. Um, that's, that's okay. I'll, but, I'll I'll do it for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. So I do have some nuclear uh, war scare films uh, edits that I might be able to pull out for you. So that'll be fun. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and uh, run to the break, get P.S. Mueller back on. And if, again, we're going to be talking PSAs for... Uh, quite a while on the show because I decided that I don't want to talk about all the fucking horrible news all night. <laughs> um, and, oh, don't worry. Everybody's favorite McGruff the Crime Dog will make at least one or two appearances tonight. Uh, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, R2-D2 and C-3PO, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke, uh, Carol Burnett, maybe even some Ed Asner, all kinds of great stuff. So uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, lots more wackiness with uh, PSAs from the past on Turn Up the Night, the post-Turkey Day celebration. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country. 
but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for their liberty for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kenny Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. It's just bad acid. It's manufactured poorly. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. Of course, this is the post-Turkey Day celebration uh the psa hole <laughs> uh and uh pete uh, speaking of pete but not a holes um uh he seems to be having a little bit of trouble with skype i'm gonna try and get him on right now but of course uh, welcome back to joe santorsa scranton pennsylvania the electric city hello sir hi how are you not too shabby um and of course uh rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc the beltway bureau Hello, darling. How are you all? Doing well. Doing well. Um, And uh, let me see. So, uh, yeah, Pete says he said they tried to make him re-register, and um, he seemed to have lost all of his contact information. But it's saying right now his status is he's away. So that is interesting. Uh, I need to see if I can find uh, a Peter Mueller that maybe isn't uh, uh, the same one that we normally have on the show and uh, (laughs) see if, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a bunch in Germany and Switzerland. I don't think that's them. Uh, But uh, yeah, this is, this is strange. I I don't know. um, I wonder if he had to register with his, uh, with his email address, like I had to do when they screwed me out of my old account. Um, so let me let me take a peek. I will uh, let me see if I can use his uh, his email. See if I can use P.S. Mueller at P.S. Mueller. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, that's on his website. Uh, and uh, anyway, um, yeah. So any other. Uh, any other fun uh, 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 things you guys have uh, have rem- uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm flustered because I, I can't think of what to talk about right now because I'm trying to find Pete here. So, um, you got any uh, 
fun things about Thanksgiving you want to talk about real quick? I, I got a you. puppy. That's right. So there was that. Yeah. So um, uh, tell us how uh, um, a little bit more about his history. Well, as you know, Pal, my puppy, my dog, who is seven years old, is the 11th generation from the original TV Lassie. So we bred him to a nut to uh, Bob's uh, daughter's dog. And I told you, remember one, we had a litter of two. And one died. Yeah. And uh, yeah. PJ was the survivor. Oh, wow. Yes. And they were on their way to New Hampshire for Thanksgiving, and they offered to drop him off. And, well, they dropped him off Wednesday night, and I got very little sleep on Thursday, on uh, <laughs> Wednesday cool. night. Well, uh, okay. So we we, ha- we have... So, say it again. So say it again, Rain. Ask your question again, real quick. Was was PJ planned, or was it just a nice surprise? Oh, he was more than planned. I mean, we we had him artificially inseminated. Oh, see, oh. that oh, there was a okay plans within plans there. Well, P.S. Mueller, oh, yeah. we got you on the Am phone call. You are you are here. You are here. Welcome. Am I, sir. I, I'm surprised because, like, for some reason or another, out of the blue. Microsoft wanted all my information for Skype. And, yeah. You know, and then they had to get a, like, you know, repassword and everything like that. And then all my information on you guys was gone. Well, I, I got it. You see, the thing yes, was. Mueller is not artificially inseminated. No. No. No, I was the ugly creation of Mary Jane and Douglas <laughs> Mueller. Well, let's let's play your jingle real quick, and I think I can explain what happened to your Skype. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks. Which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Uh, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know you. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Pete, about uh, this time last year, Skype decided to, well, I guess maybe a little later. Um, yeah, actually about this time last year, maybe maybe December or January, I can't remember. They decided <clears> to <throat> say that we don't think this is really you using this account um, because we don't have a correct email from you or something like that. Or, or, but basically, <clears throat> they made me re-register and use my email as my password. And I lost all my contacts too, so I think the same thing. Fate has befallen you, my friend. I love and hate them. Yeah, what is going on there? So, can you hear me all right? Do I, I sound okay? Yeah, or you want a different setup? It sounds a little more echoey than normal. A little, oh, uh, let me try the uh, pass through here. Hold on a second. No problem. Uh, so, um, uh, okay. Uh, what? Well, uh, uh, it doesn't sound terrible, you know. Well, that's weird. You know, I, I, my line in says it's not working, so I'm going to quit it and I'm going to bring it right back. Okay. So, yeah, that could be that the settings on it uh, also reset, <laughs> so you might have to reassign a microphone or something like that and uh, uh, go from there. It's probably using your system mic or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So well, I was going to read you my my Thanksgiving holiday poem. Oh well, that's lovely. Yeah, you don't have to. We can deal with the microphone for tonight. We'll 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 work the kinks out later. So well, I'll get it fixed on a break or something, or, okay. or while you guys are job morning. There we go. Uh, All right. Okay. This is your your Thanksgiving poem. The title of this poem is Holiday Cheerlessness. Okay. It's four lines. That's all you got. The Mar-a-Lago sun and moon come and go for a spoon-fed goon. Golf balls rattle in his pants as he stares at empty screens and ramps. 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 (laughs) I dig Um, it. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, he's a big dog. He should be in jail. I agree, I agree. But uh, your your poem, I will give you a a customary amen for your poem. Amen. Amen. Apologies for my distracted reading. But uh, that's the way it goes. It's all right. Uh, it's all right. Yeah. So, uh, did you uh, did you have a Thanksgiving uh, s- uh, celebration yesterday? We ate. Yeah. We cooked up a whole lot of food. Yeah. Took it out to the old folks' place, watched them eat, uh, collected everything up, and, and went home. Well, there you go. It was something to endure. Yeah, I've been there, my friend. Um, So, Uh, less said about my holidays, always the better. Well, okay, understood. So, um, all right. Well, uh, just so you know, this doesn't have anything to do with you, but we've fallen down a PSA hole. Ooh. Yes. um, Well, today uh, I I I decided uh, I've been I've had PSAs on the brain of late. Classic mm-hmm. PSAs, and I uh, it, and so today I I talked to Rain and Joe a little bit about this and uh, some of our turnips about uh, favorite PSAs uh, through time, and I went to YouTube and I fell down a PSA hole. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and I found some weird ones. And I think I'd like to play this one for everybody from the 70s because I don't remember this. I probably, if I saw it, it probably didn't interest me because I was just a single digit human. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, this one is called VD is for everybody. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's classy. VD is for everybody. curious or confused get information or a pamphlet at most pharmacies or a health clinic if you need help see a doctor 
Uh, okay. <laughs> um, oh there God. you go. Hmm. VD yeah. is for everyone. Oh, uh, yeah, my favorite cabaret number right there, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Sounds God. like it should have been in the producers. Yeah. Who's no, saying that? It sounds like Madeline Kahn singing. Yeah, it does, doesn't it, Pete? Huh? Yeah, that was... Yeah, it sounds that, like that from back in the days when Frank Zappa would do uh, a <laughs> yeah. public service announcement about speed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, your brain, kukaracha, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why does it hurt when I pee? I probably got the Gano Kaka Kakas. Sorry, I'm singing Why Does It Hurt When I Pee by Frank Zappa. So, from Joe's Garage. (laughs) Yeah, Joe's Garage. It's a good song. (laughs) Um, I got it from the toilet seat. My balls, never my balls feel like a pair of maracas. <laughs> so were they trying to be hip? Uh, with VD is for everybody. Uh, entire ad council stuff. I yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I guess they were. Yeah, they were trying to get down there and talk like the kids. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. Well, and they and were also to reach people like Trump. In the you know, 70s. In Clinster, Clinster shared one with me from the 70s. This is from 76. Um, and uh, th- this is a regional PSA. I don't know if it was done in conjunction with the Ad Council or, you know, uh, or, or whatever. Um, but uh, this one's called Tennessee Trash. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. So thank you, Clinster, for sending this. He's a little bit of you. Ah, nice Pogo uh, <laughs> reference. Uh, I was expecting, I, I was expecting really? like Jim Dandy with his shirt unbuttoned in Black Oak, Arkansas, backing him up to like come out and w- start wagging his finger. So <laughs> everybody remember Jim Dandy in Black Oak, Arkansas? I was nearly murdered by their speakers <laughs> at a live concert, Bloomington Normal, Illinois, in 1971. That- that is a PSA it was, it in and of itself. You better stand back from Jim Dandy speakers. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they, they had this song called The Halls of Dharma. Yeah. Know? And they, uh, it would come out and turn it up to 11. And uh, it was in a Quonset hut. By the time I walked out of the place, I was speaking fluent Quonset. <laughs> 
Nice. How do I sound now? Do I sound any different? It, it sounds the same. Oh, okay. Because you know, for suddenly, uh, you know, the line in, uh, even though it's registering on the level, is grayed out in terms of my select capabilities. Oh, okay. Well, that might too. You know, it might. You might have to restart Skype or something. So we, we can function for tonight. It sounds fine. So, okay. All right. Um, I'm just mad because this had to happen. You know. I I I, got, I had him at 15 minutes to eat before the show, oh. and then I discovered this Skype crap, you know. Well, and, uh, and 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 then I dropped my microphone on the floor, you know, and I was mad. I was ripping mad. mad, almost almost as mad as I am every waking fucking moment in Trump's America. <laughs> yeah. Were you spitting mad? Yeah. Nice. Oh. Uh, Man, I was shitting man. Well, since we're on the more more adult themed, uh, okay, what are we uh, talking about? PSAs? No, PSA. <laughs> no, it's all PSAs no, from here on out. It's all PSAs. Okay. So you want me to mansplain a wives' tale? <laughs> no. Oh, you know okay. what? You know what? Actually, let's take a break from the PS. Let me take a break from the PSAs and tell everybody a joke. I got a couple jokes for tonight. You want you want the short joke or the long joke? I want both of them. All right, short joke is this: um, <clears throat> a guy uh, uh, says, uh, goes up to his wife and says, "Honey, I'm going out with the guys tonight," and she said, "You better not drink because if you drink, you cannot come back to this house." And he's like, "All right, I promise you, I won't drink. I won't drink." So he goes out with the guys. He gets shit faced throws up all over himself and he goes up to his buddy and he said he's like my wife said she won't let me come in the house if, I, if i've been drinking i don't know what to do you gotta help me out and he's like all right here's what you do take a 20 dollar bill and shove it in your jacket pocket and say somebody else barfed on you and that's the money for your dry cleaning bill so he's like okay that's perfect okay perfect so so he goes home, he opens the door, his wife is standing there, arms folded, looking at him, says, uh-uh, you're covered in vomit, you're not coming in this house. He's like, no, no, it's okay, see, uh, uh, somebody else barfed on me, and here's a, here's a 20 for the dry cleaning mm -hmm. bill. And she's like, well, what's that other 20 for? And he said, oh, the guy who shit in my pants gave me that. Oh, dear. Oh no! 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 Say it ain't so. I'm sorry. All right. Would you would you like would you like to hear the long joke now? That wasn't the long joke. Oh my! <laughs> I, I got the long joke. It's it's a modified Norm Macdonald joke. Um, oh. uh, would you like me to go with the long joke now? Go. All right. Oh, please. Okay. So uh, in a small school back in the uh, uh, late 1940s, a small, small classroom, uh, the Midwest, uh, teacher decides to uh, ask the students to tell us a story about your life and what the moral is that you learn from that story. So uh, a young girl raises her hand. It's Betty Sue. And the teacher says, Betty Sue, what's your story? And please tell us the moral. She says, well, 
My father works at the hatchery up the road. And one day when he was collecting eggs, he got a big basket and he put all the eggs in there. And he put it on the back of his truck and he drove them uh, to, you know, the other side of the hatchery. And by the time he got there, all those eggs were broken. The teacher says, well, Betty Sue, what's the moral of that story? And she said, don't put all your eggs in one basket. So she said, wonderful. That is great. Uh, Young boy raises his hand, uh, Eddie. She says, Eddie, please tell us your story. Tell us the moral of the story. He says, well, my father works for the hatchery. God bless the hatchery. There would be no jobs in this town if it wasn't for the hatchery. My father took all of his, uh, all of the chickens he was in charge of and all of the eggs they had laid and put them in a basket and put them on the back of the truck. And he counted all the chickens. And you know, chickens are eggs before they hatch. So he counted all of the chickens and all of the eggs as one whole number of chickens. And he took the truck to the other side of the hatchery. By the time he got there, all the eggs were broken, so his number was off. And the moral of that story is don't count your chickens before they're hatched. And the teacher's like, oh, very well, very well, Eddie. That is great. Now, there's a kid in the back of the class nobody likes. His name's, <laughs> Fil- his name's Filthy Jimmy. All right? Filthy Jimmy's raising his hand as high up as he can. He's like, I have a story. And the teacher says, I, I, I did take an oath that I would try and better the lives of all these children, but I do not want to call on Filthy Jimmy, but it's, it, it's my duty. So I, I, I will call him. She says, Filthy Jimmy, what's your story? Filthy Jimmy stands up says, it's a story about my Uncle Terry. Hatchery won't employ him. This isn't a story about something that happened at the hatchery. This didn't even happen on American soil. Uncle Terry was in the war. He was fighting Krauts. He was in the trenches. His squad took out more Jerry's than, than any other in his time in, in Germany. You would and, and the, the just he, he, they, they, they just stopped every they stopped convoys. And, and, you know, rescued so many people. But but one time they, they got this one ger- uh, Nazi convoy and they took all their stuff. And there's a whole bunch of liquor. They took all this booze. Him, him and his unit took all this booze. And Uncle Terry and, and all the boys, they cracked open this booze and they just started drinking all night. It's a big celebration for taking out this ratsy convoy. And all, oh, all, oh, they felt that glory at that moment. But then, Uncle Terry, he started getting a little sassy with the rest of the boys. Poking fun at them, making fun of their faces, making fun of their names, making fun of their mothers, making fun of their wives, making fun of their sons. And he got blind drunk and he passed out in the mud. And you know what? The other boys in his unit, they packed up and they left him there with three bottles of that Nazi booze and a stack of weapons. Teacher's just shaking her head like, "This is I, this is too much." But she she lets him, filthy Jimmy. She lets him go. So, filthy Jimmy says, "Uncle Terry, he woke up in the rain and the mud, and he saw that he'd been abandoned by his men, and he was angry. So he took a bottle of that booze, 
and he downed it. And he picked up his weapons and those two other bottles of booze, and he started looking for any man he could find. He was drunk, he was bleary-eyed, it was raining, and he found an encampment. He didn't remember if it was his unit, he didn't know if it was Nazis, he didn't know who the hell it was. Allies, Axis, it didn't matter. At that moment, he was so drunk and so angry, he took out his machine gun and he just started spraying bullets into the tents. He just shot anything that moved. And if he, when he ran out of bullets, he took his knife out of his boot and he went up and he disemboweled men and he ate their guts. And the teacher says, my God, Jimmy, what kind of story is this? What's the moral to this? He says, oh, don't fuck with Uncle Terry when he's drunk. I got nothing. <laughs> Did I lose the <laughs> Skype call? <laughs> well, so. The aristocrats. <laughs> yeah, the aristocrats. So there you go. <laughs> so yeah, don't fuck with Uncle Jimmy when he's drunk. That's, <laughs> that's the moral of the story. Uh -huh. It's a highly no, modified version, but I like mine better than Norm's. It was Norm's was a little, little more crude than that. So <laughs> anyway. Rain, did you Funny like man. that one? <laughs> I, um, yes. Okay. <laughs> it was a circuitous route. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of a long way around. I told you it was a long oh. joke. It, that's the, I love but, long jokes. <laughs> windy and long, and we got there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, oh, Clintster afforded me a rim shot. There you go. All right, I'll take it. Uh, All right. You, you, know, you have like a whole basket of your own rim shots. I do. I do. Yeah. So, I, mean, uh, I, I don't think that. Yes. And, and I don't want to put them on the back of a truck. Uh, See, I got lost at the hatchery. So, I, <laughs> you know, I was expecting, you know, I was expecting, you know, eggs to be part of the. I know. That's part of the setup. You're all expecting the same kind of thing. But the moral of the story is don't fuck with uh, Uncle Terry when he's been drinking. <laughs> It's, it's what they call a divergentary joke. See, okay. there you go. So, wow. Anyway, I got a joke about a moth I'll tell you later. So, <laughs> I have a joke about uh, Jeff Sessions. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you want to hear you, it now? No, tell yeah, it to yeah. us after the break. Uh, it's, it's break okay. time. So, uh, all right, no green news report for us tonight. I hope uh, the chat room and podcasters right, all have like... Them all killed. Uh, could be, I don't know. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and listen to a little bit of Hairwolf, uh, right now. Cause I have no idea what I'm playing, but, um, we'll listen to, uh, this goofy song, fortune 5,000. Everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more turn up tonight. We've got more PSAs, a couple more jokes for everybody. And, uh, we got to figure out uh, who wants to do, uh, uh, reverse Colin with us. So anyway, we'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Fox the spot. 
This is Metal Aficionado, Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Oh, I need a honky drop. Uh, I'll recycle. No, here. Smells like a skunk in the chicken house, but I haven't seen a skunk. Also, Honky Tonk, uh, the moral of the story, don't fuck with uh, Uncle Terry when he's been drinking. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man, I bombed so hard. It sucks. (laughs) But anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, P.S. Mueller, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, sir. Today, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you sound better. You you got it figured out. Um, Not necessarily, uh, but... uh, I just want to know, today is the 21st anniversary of Mueller sobriety. Oh, congratulations. Well, happy anniversary. Yes, no booze for 21 years. No booze, but you know what? Some boogie tea for 21 years. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. There you go. As my friend Harry, who quit before I... Harry and I were bad boys together, uh, said, you know, not drinking. I'm uh, just barely, barely this much less of an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I I would agree with that. Very good. Uh, All right. Anniversary. Uh, yeah. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Uh, Here, well. I'm uh, drunk on power. Here we go. I got one for you. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary. Yeah, don't drink. But be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Yeah, that anniversary jingle endorses uh, drinking, so don't do it. Um, and of course, I P- love to watch people drink. Sure, sure, it's, it makes for good people I watching. Mean, and of course, yeah. Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to the show, Joe. Joe. Uh oh. 
I thought he was electroscrantified. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's taking care of uh, PJ. No, I can't. You know, on this page, I can't see all you guys. Well, uh, you need to get taking care uh, of PJ and Sharky. You need to get uh, be friends with everybody to see their pictures. Um, uh, But anyway, uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome back. It's time to get to uh, your jingle and some name calling because you're our good old Friday. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. Excellent. She never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. And... All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Take it away, Rain. All right. We're going to get to the biscuits. Tonight we have Adam Hebert. We have Belua. We have Barbara DC. We have Clinster. We have Credo. We have Francie. We have Jay Colley. We have um, Kenny Pick. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. He said no Hi, to my punchlines. And thank you for have, the fine Mexican uh, uh, lunch today. It was delicious. We have um, we have Marnus, Joe. Hello. Um... We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Mare. We have Peter in San Francisco. We have President. We have myself. We have Theo. We have Tim Cormel. And we have Trojan Rabbit. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that everybody? I think so. Except right. Joseph Santorsa. Yeah. Joe, are that you back? That was Yeah, well, so I mean, I think we're just concerned about he might, he, PJ might be having a, a bit of an issue, possibly, you know, getting acclimated to the homestead. So, PJ might be taking a plot. Who's yeah. PJ? PJ is, is Joe's new puppy. Joe's new pup. He's got a new pup. A yes. tiny collie. A tiny collie. Actually, he's big for his age, but he's still tiny. I'd like to. It's a nose with a dog on it. It really yeah. is. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it looks like Joe is still away and I'm still waiting for somebody to, um, join us on our first call. For all we know, that dog's got Joe down and is tearing his throat out. That could be happening. Could be. Could be. I don't know. Yeah. So. I I sure hope not. Well, I hope, I'm with you. Yeah. I want Joe to be well. I think everything's, I think everything's okay. He just, you know, stepped away for a minute. So. I'll tell you what, okay. in, the, in the interim, Joe had a joke he was going to tell. I have one more I'm going to tell, and this will be my last one. We'll just say this <laughs> okay. is a, a, medi- a medium-sized joke. I think you'll like it. Um, and, and if you like, I'll tell you my favorite favorite pig joke again. Oh, good, but, good. You know, yeah. Only yeah. if you want. I, I do want. I do want. So, um, uh, But yeah, so uh, I'll go ahead and tell this one, and um, I'll keep it as short as I can, but it does need a little bit of setup. A moth goes to a, a podiatrist. And the podiatrist says, what can I do for you? And the moth says, well, doctor, I just don't feel right anymore. I lay in bed, and I roll over, and I see my wife, and I stare into the eyes of someone who doesn't love me anymore. And I see my eldest daughter, Sandy. She looks at me like I'm a stranger and with contempt and disgust. And my son, 
My son, I look into his eyes and I see the same cowardice and fear that I see in my own when I look into the mirror. Then there are days when I look over at the nightstand with that loaded pistol and I just want to take it and stick it in my mouth and blow my brains out. And the doctor, the podiatrist says, whoa, 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 hold on a second. Sounds like you need to talk to a psychiatrist. Why did you come here? And the moth looks at him and says, because the light was on. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Come on. uh, Come on, it's a moth. There's the like lights. Anyway, I kept that one very abbreviated. I kept that very I've heard that uh, even even Joe Santora is drawn to light, electric light. Yeah, Santora uh, does get uh, drawn to light uh, from time to time. So, uh, But I, I think he might still be away. Um, unless you're back, Joe. I don't know. Joe. So I'm going to go look in Joe. the... Uh, yeah, he hasn't sent us a message. I have to fling him. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So now I did solicit to see if anybody had a joke to to join in on the uh, 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 reverse calling tonight. Then, but I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody jumping up, stepping up. So Pete, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Tell your tell your pig joke. I've been telling this joke for thirty plus thirty five years because okay. you know this friend friend of mine way back in the day after I first moved to Madison told me this joke. His name was Andy Boehm. Um, not long after I met him, he moved off to Los Angeles, I, I, where he became some sort of media guy. I don't know whatever came of him, but this is my favorite joke of all time. And it has to do with a guy from the city who is out taking a stroll in the country through the farmland, through the heartland. And he's walking down this country lane and he looks beyond the fence and there's a farmer standing beneath an apple tree with a pig. And he stops to take in this bucolic splendor. And the farmer leans over and he picks up this heavy pig and hoists him up onto his shoulder and pushes him up into the branches of the apple tree. And the pig snaps off an apple. And the farmer sets the pig down on the ground and the pig chews up the apple quite contentedly. Then he does it again. He reaches down, he picks up this pig and... It's a 150-pound pig. It's a heavy pig. And the farmer just grunts and groans and sticks the pig up there. And the pig snaps off another apple. And he sets it down on the ground. And he eats this apple up. And, and, and the, the guy from the city is just watching over the fence. And he's just scratching his head. And finally, you know, he finds a gate. You know, and he, he opens it. And he walks through. And he, he walks up to the farmer. And, and he says, can I ask you a question? And the farmer says, Sure. He says, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> I'm feeding my pig. And, and the guy says, well, doesn't it take you a hell of a long time to feed your pig that way? The farmer says, what's time to a pig? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, bravo. Bravo, Mueller. All right. That's that's my favorite joke. I like Although it. Although I do have, I do have another pig joke. Okay, go ahead. Unless Joe Joe, are you back? Dog no. eating. All right, you got another joke. Another pig joke? Mm-hmm. Go for it. 
All right. You know, one day there's this cop. He's sitting out by East Town Mall. He's radaring traffic. Here comes this guy driving a regular sedan, and there's a pig in the passenger seat. All right. And he's got a he's got a little baseball mitt on his on his hoof. <laughs> you know, and then a cop, you know, says that that can't be right. And he, he turns on his light and siren, and he pulls the guy over, and uh, and he says, "What what are you doing?" You know, and he goes, "Well, I." Um, you know, I, I want to take him to a Brewers game. And, uh, and he goes, no, no, no. You, you, you need to you take him to the zoo. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, oh, why? And he says, because I'll give you a ticket if you don't. A week goes by. And uh, there they are again, heading out of town. This time they're going north. <laughs> You know, a cop is sitting on the interstate, and he sees this guy, and he's wearing a Green Bay Packer jacket, you know, and uh, <laughs> the farmer pulls him over, you know, and he, and he says, I thought I told you to take that pig to the zoo. And the guy said, I did, just like you said, and he liked it so much, I'm taking him to a football game. Oh! <laughs> All right. I don't know a lot of good jokes. What's that? I don't know a lot of good filthy jokes, so you'll have to settle for that. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, 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 let me read you Ken Senior's favorite uh, favorite joke. This is this is his dad joke. He's tell me all the time as a kid. A uh, three led three legged dog comes riding into an old western town on a Shetland pony, and goes to the saloon. All the folks in town are watching and grumbling. We don't want his type here. Somebody get the sheriff. One of the town folks runs into the sheriff's office and tells him the sheriff straps on his gun belt and heads uh, towards the saloon. He looks in and he sees a dog drinking a beer. The sheriff walks over to the dog and says, son, uh, <laughs> he says, we, we don't like your type in town. I want you out by sundown. The dog says, I'm here to do a job, sheriff. <laughs> and then the sheriff says, what, what might that job be? The dog says, I'm here to find the man who shot my Paul. Again, three-legged dog. So, uh, <laughs> I liked it. I love. I used to laugh my ass off when I was a kid. Um, so there we go. Uh, That's Joe, a good dad joke. It yeah. is. It is a good dad joke. Joe, are you back with us for your? Uh, he's just not. He's not there. There must have been a, a real crisis. Which, with uh, no no crisis I'm here okay I'm here you're there no yes. crisis no crisis you're the crisis no crisis you're the crisis <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, all right so you're back do you have your Jeff Sessions joke uh, in hand oh you yeah better it's it's an old recycled uh, 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 um, attorney general joke from back in the Nixon days but I could update it okay and it goes like this. So, out in the snow, right outside the <laughs> White House, there was uh, a a little signature, a little signature found in the snow, and it was made out of it was yellow. <laughs> and the, that be the message said, "Donald Trump sucks," <laughs> and it was written. In urine. So naturally, you know, Donald Trump, he uh, got his FBI director on the case and he got him out there and he, they 
took that block of uh, snow and they took it into the FBI headquarters and they analyzed that urine and they came back with the results and they said, Mr. President, we have good news and we have bad news. They said, well, give me the good news first. They said, well, we analyzed the urine and it's Jeff Sessions. And he said, well, what's the bad news? He said, well, it's Melania's handwriting. Well, everybody That's knows that uh, Jeff Sessions is uh, nine, nine, uh, nine, nine point font, you know. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, it, I, it I, don't, like- I don't do a lot of font jokes, but. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, uh, you don't, and but that is funny. All right, here Fine we go. Hello. I do comic sans humor because apparently my jokes aren't funny. <laughs> uh, uh, Adam Hebert uh, from Mike Check Radio, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, say hi to everybody. Let's see. Uh, hi, Joe. Congratulations on the new puppy. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. And I watched hi, the, the, the oh, marathon sorry. the other day. Oh, that yes. That was, uh, hi, Rain. Hello, darling. How was your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. Mr. Mueller, my friend. Yes. Hugs, hugs. Ah, and a little salute to you, my man. Thank you. And Kenny, what else can I say other than Kenny? My jokes are terrible. You can say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. I, it's just the. It, it I just thought it. Feels like no, the. Con- oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> now you left yourself wide open for that one, Kenny. Come on. I got one more if you want to hear it. Sure. All right. Yes, let's hear it. All right. A frog goes into a bank looking for a loan. Shall I continue? (laughs) Yeah, why not? All right. Frog goes into a bank looking for a loan, goes up to the teller, and uh, uh, he he sees her name badge, and um, uh, it says Miss Whack. Um, So uh, he goes up to Miss Whack, and he says, I would like a loan, please. And Miss Whack looks at him and says, well, you're a frog. I don't know if we can do that. And he says, well, I don't care. I want a loan. And she says, okay, well, what's your name? And he says, my name is Kermit. And she says, you're not Kermit the Frog. And he says, no, I was named after Kermit the Frog. My father was Mick Jagger and my mother was a frog. And she says, okay, do you have any kind of collateral? And he says, why, yes, I do. And he reaches in his little frog pouch and he pulls out a tiny little pink elephant and he, and he hands it to her. And she looks at this tiny little pink envelope or uh, envelope elephant <laughs> and, and says, and, and, and she doesn't even know what to make of it. She's like, you know what, Kermit, I'm going to have to go talk to my bank manager about this and see what, uh, what he says. If he can approve you for a loan. So she goes to the bank manager's office 
She knocks on the door. She explains the situation. Well, she knocks on the door. He says, he co- says, come in, Patty. And she goes in. Patty's her first name. Uh, she goes in and she hands him the, the tiny little um, uh, pink elephant, explains the situation. And she's like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what to do with it. You know, what is that little thing he gave me? And she says, it's a knickknack, Paddywhack. Give the frog alone. His old man's a rolling stone. Oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, my me, God. Roy. You guys. <laughs> I, 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 speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ken. <laughs> oh, we play my God. The, Ken. Can we play the masturbation tape again? Oh, my God. My jokes are that. They're not even my jokes. I stole these jokes. He rolled a natural one for his comedy check. Oh, man. If you can hear in the background, I got Earl whining. He's like going, oh. Oh. All right. His old man's a rolling stone. Sorry, Ken. Susan laughed at all these earlier. You people have no soul. So. <laughs> She's married to you. She has to laugh. <laughs> it's, the, it's all the turkey. It's, it's all the turkey. You know, it's... Mm. It, dulls, it dulls the senses. All right, Heber, why don't you talk about what's going on you know, on your crappy show tomorrow? I'm just kidding. You're doing Revenge. It'll be better number. because I won't be there telling jokes. <laughs> Man, this is getting um, disastrous. We'll be talking about net, net neutrality a little because, you know, we kind of depend on that. And fuck you, Ajit Pai, for trying to ruin our, our wonderful ra- <laughs> Excuse me, radio station. I dare mm. say the American people will stand for this because we've already proven we'll stand for anything. Pretty much. Uh, and, well, I'll break the news now uh, because I, I found this out while I was at work on Black Friday. And remember, folks, every t- every place, every time you enter a new store on Black Friday, God kills a puppy and or kitten. Just saying. That's very true. It, it, it is true. Um so I found this out at work. And, and he also great. soils himself. <laughs> no, some other guy did that. That's why he had that extra 20. Yeah. With genuine <laughs> God poop. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There was a shooting at the Waffle House this morning. Oh. Stands to reason. <laughs> no, that's a funny, that's a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. I probably oh should live with that yeah. one. Oh That's kind of self anyway. self contained punchline there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a man got shot at the Waffle House today. <laughs> yeah. And All by right, the way, so how was his waffle? <laughs> on the house. Hey, waffle out of there. Covered in pride. What? Rain? Pardon, uh, Rain? I said, was he smothered covered in fried? Uh, no. Oh, come no, on. I don't if you need a Waffle House, you got to know that joke. I know what it means. I I just uh, I don't uh, I thought eat it, I, I was house. well. I have never actually entered a waffle house. I, I uh, consider yourself. I, I was always afraid the well, walls. I'm glad were... that I helped to to promote bad jokes tonight. Thank you. We're here all night, everybody. <laughs> I'm there for you, Ken. <laughs> you know what? Guy you know, got shot was... at the waffle house tonight. No what? word on whether or not he was smothered, covered, and fried. You know, when I was a young man, I was 
difficult, you know. And there was a Denny's, you know, on the uh, uh, the west side of Carbondale, Illinois, uh, where I was living at the time. And uh, once a week, once a week for about two years, I had a night manager, um, a Japanese-American by the name of Mr. Tanaka. And uh, I knew people that worked there. And I didn't hang out there. I was a golden bear man myself. Uh, but once a week, if I were driving by on my way to the radio station or something like that, I would pull over, I'd go in, I'd walk right up to Mr. Tanaka at the cash register, and I'd say, hi, uh, is Denny here? Oh, no. And he'd just look at me. <laughs> really? And he'd say, Denny's not here. I'd say, I'll check next week and get my car and I'd go. See? See, I at least mm-hmm. laugh out of politeness at Pete's jokes. It is I like terrible. It. <laughs> yes. I like it. It was a terrible thing to do to Mr. Tanaka, you know, who sinned no sin, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, he'd see me coming, and he'd just have this same, you know, official Denny's manager look on his face. And he'd say, no, Denny's not here. Yeah, you see, and Kenny, you're Ohio nice. I am Ohio nice. You are Ohio nice. I was Ohio a rat nice. bastard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, okay. uh, so a rabbi, a minister, and Roy Moore walk into a Waffle House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the manager is 14 years old? <laughs> and the manager is 14. She says, is your, na- is your name Denny? And can I talk to your mother about Jesus dating you? Christ. <laughs> I don't know. This is terrible. Two guys walk <laughs> into a bar. The third one's a duck. <laughs> God. And he says... Duck and cover. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, All right, no. uh, Adam. Adam, you, you anything what is else happening you, tonight? Are you going to talk I, about? I are you going to talk? Are you going to play the audio and pl- uh, talk about the the um, uh, the? Oh, there was a, a funny thing. What? What's his name? Paul Rudd, who plays Ant Man. Yeah. I didn't hear about Adam. this. What, what? Yeah, there's a new video where they showed the new costume, and he it, it, it was it was some fun slapstick. Um. Mm-hmm. That he did, so you might want to talk about that and play it tomorrow. Yep. Um, but anyway, oh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. But you, I, I ain't gonna be on the show, so you do what you want to do. Yes. Anyway, so this, so since Joe mentioned it when I came on, so the Mister Science Theater three thousand Turkey Day Marathon was yesterday, and of course, watching turkeys on Turkey Day, very meta, very nerdy. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. so. Um, I had to go to bed at eight o'clock because uh, you know I'm an idiot that works retail, and it was Black Friday, mm-hmm. so I missed the announcement. So uh, earlier this year, guys, you'll remember that Mystery Science Theater was revived. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, uh, and, and in a great way. I, you know, I mm-hmm. laughed my ass off. We laughed and um, laughed. And the new- yes, the news came out last night. And I, I am proud to be able to say these words on your fine program, Kenny. We've got movie sign again. Mystery Science Theater got picked up for another season. Okay. Nice. I give you the. I'll give you the uh, the flarp salute for that. So. I, 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 I thought that was a whimper. I was like, does someone not like Mystery Science Theater? No, that was just a flarp. So. <laughs> well, that's great news. That's good it news. Is great news. There you go. Think, Congrats. You know, I should have known that they were going to make that announcement on um, 
on uh, you know during the marathon. I'm I'm pretty sure that's why they were waiting so long. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, it's exciting. Yeah. A- anything else though for your show tomorrow? Because we gotta we gotta get going to break. We right. got more PSAs uh, in our PSA hole. <laughs> well, do you want to borrow the stuffing? Uh, well, we we'll be doing the classic stuffing versus potato bit for Mystery Science Theater. Very good. Um, and like I said, we'll be talking about net, tr- net neutrality because it's kind of important to us here at Indie Media of Weekly. Yeah. Uh, and we'll have some Star Wars news. Of course, All this right. little movie you never heard of called Episode Eight: The Last Jedi comes out in less than a month. I have a childhood vaccine uh, Star Wars PSA. I'll play in honor of that when we come back from break. I have a trivia question for Adam. Yes, sir. All right, I- I run, go. Have you ever seen the movie Blood Hook? No. It sounds like something Which, I would see on Mystery Science Theater. Let me see. It, well, it was written and directed by uh, Jim Mallon. Who oh, did the what Jim else? Mallon. The Jim Mallon. Uh, he was he was the guy who was keeping Mystery Science Theater 3000 from coming back by squatting on the rights. He's basically oh. a math He's the reason why Joel left. Yeah, he was, um, cre- he was the original creator. Yeah. Interesting. He basically he basically forced forced yeah. uh, Joel. To, you know the to, the relationship deteriorated yeah. so much that Joel decided to leave. Something like that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Old man. Interesting. A yeah. little bit of trivia on the way out before break, but we are running over the top of the hour. So Adam, uh, thanks for joining right. us on Reverse Colin, and uh, have a great show tomorrow. And I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Have a good night, guys. All right. Bye. 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 Good night. So, all right. There he goes, everybody. Uh, time for us to hit the break, and I promise all of my bad jokes are done, unless I can remember one or two. Uh, well, no, I'm not. I'm not a glutton for that that much punishment. All right, we'll be right back with and Joe. Oh yeah. Oh no, Joe. You already told your joke. That's right. Uh, we'll be right back with lots more PSAs from our PSA hole, and we're not talking about Mueller. It's just public service announcements. You know. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com From the desk of Congressman Alan West, this is How to Identify a Communist. communist. The communist influence in the United States of America is pervasive. Communists lurk behind every door, every rock, every corner. Beware the commie pinko threat. You may ask yourself, how do I identify a communist? A communist is likely someone who doesn't agree with you. A communist may also believe that torturing detainees in foreign wars is wrong. Nothing says God bless America more than squeezing off a few rounds right next to the head of an innocent man. That'll give them something to think about. Speaking of thinking, if someone thinks a lot, that probably means they're a communist. If a lady is not a lady, that means she's a communist. If someone pokes you in the chest, they also are a communist. If someone thinks Sarah Palin is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, that means they're a communist. If someone would like to voice their opinion at a town hall meeting and their name is Nicole Sandler, they are a communist. If you've been neutered by a woman, she also may be a communist. Keep your junk safe from the commies. If someone makes fun of your kid in play haircut, they almost certainly are a communist. We hope this message has been informative for you so you can help Alan West weed out the commie threat and become as paranoid and creepy as him. Thank you, and God bless America. 
And now, on with the show. It means tremendously important to them. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Out the Night with Kenny Pick, the post-Turkey Day edition of the Bad Joke edition. Uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, uh, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Floor Freedom's blog in Washington, D.C. Kenny, I don't think your jokes are bad. Uh, I um, just don't appreciate them as much as I should. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Congratulations on uh, PJ. Oh well, thank you. He thinks your jokes are funny. Oh, good, good. Uh, he thinks they're a howling success. Um, they are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and actually, I should introduce you last because I got to play your jingle. Uh, screw it. I'll just play your jingle now. Okay? <laughs> Go out to Scranton with me. A place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? What about that kid, PJ? Does he like clowns? He loves clowns. He loves clowns. Good. And uh, this week on the uh, clown car, we're having a, our uh, Cyber Weekend uh, Black Friday sale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You saw the, f- you saw the flyer. I sent you the yes, flyer. Yes, I, I did. Oh. You did too, Brain. Yeah. Yes. The clown car sale. Yeah. The the Black Friday sale. Can help out with the sales? The Steve Bannon hygiene kit. Steve Bannon hygiene kit. The Steve Bannon hygiene kit. Yes, yes, we have the that. That's that's one of them. One of them. One's the uh, the Sarah Huckabee eyelash kit. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that yeah, great stuff. I can't wait to hear the show uh, this Sunday. Uh, of course, uh, with you and Tim. And um, uh, last but definitely not least, Mr. P.S. Mueller, Mr. Pig Joke himself uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm just Welcome sitting here reading program. reading up on David Cassidy's dad. Oh, really? Oh. Who was a, a very funny actor by the name of yes, Jack Yes, he was. Cassidy. And, uh, you know, in his, his terribly sad decline. 
Uh, and he, he died in a fire, basically, that was started by a, you know, a cigarette. You know, and he passed out while he was drunk. And his, oh, his charred corpse was found in the doorway of the car. Oh, is God. that true or is that a yeah. joke? No, it's, it's, no it's, it's all very sad. You know, they identified him uh, by dental records. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh, Christ. And, and here's the thing, you know, his, his charred, charred corpse was found. Uh, uh, but they still cremated his remains. Wow. Well, I guess they finished oh, the job. Like oh pump, you know? Um, but no, he was he was like a bipolar and uh, alcoholic and just terribly difficult guy. But he was a, a, an incredibly gifted actor. Interesting. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. All right. Well, you know what? I think we should get back to our our uh, PSAs because I found some interesting ones. And uh, this one, there were a few uh, by. Uh, 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 well, I want to do some pop culture PSAs right now uh, because oh, okay. here's one from about 1978. I think this is uh, uh, from uh, a couple familiar voices from the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> Come along, R2. Don't be so silly. You can't possibly be getting whooping cough. Droids don't get diseases like whooping cough or measles or polio. But children do. If a young child gets whooping cough, it can lead to pneumonia, brain damage, even death. All you need is a little rewiring. But children need to be fully immunized. And alas, so many are not. All right, R2, I'll ask them. Parents of Earth, are your children fully immunized against childhood diseases? Call your doctor or local health department and find out. Immunize your children, please. And may the force be with you. Send for the Parent's Guide to Childhood Immunization. It's yours free. Write Immunization, Pueblo, Colorado, 81009. Everything was in Pueblo, Pueblo, Colorado in the 70s in these ads. It was either so. Pueblo or mm-hmm. Rockville, Maryland. True. Yes. Yeah. yes. Well, I know in Pueblo they used to print. That's where the print uh, printer, the pamphlet printer was. Hmm. Okay. They only had one, and it was in Pueblo. <laughs> it was it was headed for New York. It was supposed to be in New York, but the car broke down in Pueblo, so they set it up there. There you go. But don't you think? Don't you think some kind of PSA like that should? We should do that now. Oh yeah. Well, but, well, when I was a disc jockey, you had to read. It was the you know, FCC required you to read so many public service announcements mm-hmm. per hour of your shift. Then the fairness doctrine came in. We got rid of all oh, the crap. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, their college so stations. Now, went out. So college now college stations. I think college stations still do it, but go ahead, Rain. No, I, I just what Pete just said is is pretty important, and so now I sort of feel like the only time I hear PSAs is on, you know, well, I listen to liberal radio stations. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they play them on right wing radio stations. Yeah, it seems I hear like stuff from the ad know, council all the time. Still on on liberal talk. You're right, Rain. Yeah. The only place where they're like people, people say yes. Let's let's have this placed. I would love to see uh, an immunization. I can't say that word. Immunization. You got it. PSA now. 
Especially when you see we have whooping cough <clears throat> and all these other... All these mm-hmm. other things. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, sh- and, and not only that, but the immunization thing... There's all the vaccine freakazoids out there who are saying, oh, vaccines cause autism. At. You know? That's what I'm getting at. So. Yeah, I think they should have a PSA about men getting a PSA. Yeah. yeah I really. just write them. I'd write up my own. That's Did awesome. you really, Pete? Well, I was, I was a production director, you know, any commercial or, you know, written announcement had to, had to be generated by me, you know, so mm-hmm. some group would want, you know, some local group would want uh, some airtime and uh, they'd send me an info sheet and I would write up a little 60 second PSA for the disc jockeys to read and read them myself, sometimes recorded them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like met my what? great friend Leslie um, about 35 years ago because she was with some group here in town and wanted to record one and, and called me where I was production director at a station and said, can we come in and just like use your uh, combo studio? And I said, sure. And uh, she and I recorded this thing and became great friends. And her late husband and I become even greater friends. And uh, history is made like that. Public service. Uh, Moonmare says uh, she wrote and voiced a lot of PSAs. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I can believe that because she has a wonderful voice. Um, and uh, It's a good thing to do. It's like stain free, you know? Yeah, I, w- I would love to do that. I would love to do that. But, well, let's get into some other uh, 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 f- people who are still with us. Who've done PSAs, and this one um, uh, goes out to our good friend Jody Hamilton because I have one from her mom. Does everybody remember Riff? Reading is fundamental. Yes, oh, yes. My yes, yeah, yes. I have, I have two from Riff. Here's one from Carol Burnett. When you get a kid to open a book, his whole world opens up. You get him to open his mind and his future. That's why Riff is so important. Riff is reading is fundamental. It's a national nonprofit program with hundreds of local projects and communities like yours all across the country. The idea is simple. Rift programs get books to kids. Books they can choose for themselves and keep for their own. Books that'll get them to start to read and want to keep on reading. Because reading is thinking and learning and growing. That's why we want to start more programs and get more kids into reading. But RIF works only if people work too. So we need you or your organization to start a RIF group in your community. RIF will help you get started or put you in touch with a RIF program in your area. If you put a little bit into it, you'll get so much more back out of it. Write RIF, R-I-F, Box 23444, Washington, D.C. Thanks, Carol. That's awesome. So, um, uh, you know, I love that all of these yeah, is like P.O. Box, Pueblo, mm-hmm. Colorado, P.O. Box, Rockville, Maryland, P.O. Box. This is way before the internet. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yes. um, on the same, uh, this this one, uh, I like this one as well, and uh, we, we we can talk a little bit more after this one. Uh, but uh, uh, Ed Asner had a riff one too. Uh, oh, this Santa is Claus. One, I got this. Yeah, Ed Asner. This this is one he was sitting on the steps with like four kids or something like that, 
And uh, here you go. Did you know that there are at least 23 million American adults who can't read or want it? Or a book or a job application. That's why we have RIF. RIF is Reading is Fundamental. It's a national nonprofit program that makes kids really want to read. With thousands of local community projects that help kids help themselves to books. Books we can pick for ourselves and keep for our own. Books that help young people think and learn and grow. Because when you get a kid to open a book, you get him to open his mind and his future. You give him a chance to get somewhere in this world. But RIF works only if grown-ups make it work. That's why RIF needs you. Give a kid a book and you'll give a kid a break. Join the RIF program in your community. For more information, get in touch with your local RIF program. Or write RIF, Box 23444, Washington, D.C. Hey. You're pretty smart. How'd you get so smart? Reading. And you know what, Rain, this goes back to the importance of what we're looking at right now with net neutrality. Um, you know, it was books in the 60s, 70s, 80s. It's the internet now. You know, making sure that uh, the internet is, is easily accessible to, mm -hmm. you know, kids yes. that don't have as many options in you know with lower income families and whatnot so you know because books weren't cheap back in the day you know no books weren't cheap back in the day and quite and honestly the internet were, is not yeah. cheap now yeah and, and and libraries were not uh you know well equitable throughout the country either exactly i'm really glad you brought that up because really the net neutrality thing is a problem it's a big big problem it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it comes down to people like myself, and I don't know about you guys, I don't want to speak on behalf of you guys. People like myself and Bob, we're going to be able to afford to make sure we we can afford to have the access that we need. Yeah. But there are a lot of places in this country that they don't even have the basic internet access. Yeah. They don't have they, they don't have telephones. To oh, tell, yeah, tell me the trailer park content, uh, constituents of uh, Donald Trump are going to be able to, you know, uh, you know, um, keep up with the the small business owners in, in bigger metropolitan areas that, that support. Yeah, Trump. and then there's small business owners and there's there's just the idea that they're taking away the net neutrality is really, really bad for this country. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, and, and we'll and, let them do it. What's that? We'll, we will just roll over and let them do it. Well, I'm, I'm not willing to. But look at who we tolerate in office. Well, yeah, I mean, it, you say we, but it's not, it's not, I know it's a royal we, it's America no. as a whole, but it's not, it's not us personally, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, when it comes to sucking shit through a rag, Americans just seem to ask how much, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's there's I mean, I, I look at it this way. We're, we, and when I say we, I mean people like myself who, who care about people who mm -hmm. have less than, my, less than myself. I want to see them have the ability to have access to the Internet. And that includes people who are homeless, which means I'd like to see libraries have broadband Internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and and the idea of of getting rid of net neutrality it's it's going to take away from just kids in the middle of every rural area in America who already doesn't have something like Comcast or Cox or or Time Warner they have sure. basic internet they're losing they're losing everything it's going to cut them off it's going to cut them yeah. off from being equal to everybody else on the east and west coast which we yeah, call coastal Italy in rural america and in inner city america because i mean there there are yeah. uh you know rural america the infrastructure sucks already for broadband internet um you know mm-hmm. i just uh, i you you can't go you know, I have T-Mobile for my phone. You go to a more rural area in Ohio, and it sucks trying to do anything with my phone, even making a mm-hmm. phone call sometimes. Um, and you think that's what people have to deal with on a daily basis. You know, I'm here in Cleveland, no problem. I got it all. Yeah, every once in a while I have, you know, a first world problem, and, you know, the internet goes out for a while because there's a glitch with the system or whatever. But yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's nothing like, you know, and again, it's it's ease of access and and financial for the rural areas, then it's, you know, for the the inner city areas, it's um you know, the the stigma that goes with being in the inner city of people who are willing to come out and service things, and the cost involved uh in, you know, uh having equitable internet access, you know, so it's it's a big mess. It's a big mess, and this is honestly, this is a corporatist, conservative wet dream to have this pass. To oh yeah, and 20, 20 years ago, you know, uh, the city of Madison had this whole plan mapped out to make the entire city wireless. Yeah, free. I uh-huh. remember that. Didn't last long. Oh no, never. We never even got started. Yeah, that's been a, a big pipe dream for a lot of big cities. Mm-hmm. You know, and and who who shuts it down every time? Conservatives. Yeah, you know. So, but this is uh, almost the equivalent of uh, the fairness doctrine in the eighties. Oh yeah, this is this is almost the same thing because what you're doing is uh, you're picking winners and losers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to what the ISP wants to uh, prioritize. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's go back to. Do you guys? Uh, and I yeah. almost recorded it for tonight. Tonight, the uh, the old pay TV uh, PSAs that were going out. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, do, do you remember that? It, it you know showed a little cable box that just ate money. You know, um, you know mm-hmm. there there was a big movement that was against cable. Uh, television you know it's like you don't want pay tv do you want to have to pay these are our airwaves you know so it, it, it that that happened in the 60s or early 70s you know it, it, but in the fairness doctrine it's was true. was like all of that on steroids and in you're right joe i mean it's um it, and not only that but just look what happened um a few years ago what within the last seven eight years when all because i don't know if folks know this i'm sure a lot of our listeners know but when you used to watch television on uh you know a tube tv 
mm-hmm. and you flipped on a local station, it came over the FM bandwidth. Right. And now mm-hmm. it's like, you know, oh, you can buy an adapter for your TV or you can just buy an all new TV. Well, all, all of the transmitters and, have gone from analog to digital yes. transmitters. Transmitter, so you have to buy. Uh, it's it's cheap. You spend thirty bucks for one. I know, All I right. know that, but still, that's an additional cost that people didn't have to it use is. to pay. You know, I mean, that's it's true. just like one mounting cost. Right. All those people with tube TVs have got useless devices. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So it, it it's kind of been a gradual mounting assault towards the 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 pocketbooks of every consumer and yeah like rain pointed out i think all of us on this show yeah we could probably afford to pay a few extra bucks for or you know our service might not even change because i i'm already paying for top tier internet service i'm already paying you know for cable and you know premium channels and you know, streaming services and stuff like that you know i just i pay it no mind it's like it's a bill. I pay it, whatever. But, you know, there are people out there who are like, shit, they can barely pay their electric bill, you know? Mm-hmm. There are people out there who don't even have have access to what we have. True. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, to me, that's a real problem. They don't have access to broadband at all. Yeah. And and these are people who, a good, if you're... If, I'll use West Virginia and Kentucky as an example. These are people in coal country who are looking for jobs, and they don't have access to broadband, which means they don't have access to apply for jobs. Because this yeah. is where the country has moved. That's where the it's want ads the are. Country, you know, right? I mean, it, right. You it's know. not where the country is moving. It's where the country is now. Yeah. We're here. Mm-hmm. We're here in this place. Where if you want a job, you need to apply online. Mm-hmm. Physical resumes, you know, the idea that you type things up and mm-hmm. send your resume in, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. No. People Except don't read them anyway. in, you know, Kentucky, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and all these places where there is no broadband. And so we're literally leaving these people out of the future of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, these mm-hmm. conservatives who always are saying that they want to support small businesses across the country. Oh, yeah. They don't. And here, this is a very thing that is going to damage small business. Oh, they want to support Oop. them by tying yeah. a rope around their figurative necks yeah. and stringing them up in the air. That's what they want to do. That's what they mean by support. Oh, no, no. We'll choke you to death. That'll support you. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it is. Do because so much of commerce has to happen over the internet mm-hmm. that the mom and top bakery down at Main Street is going to ha- not have to pay for for a, uh, a priority top tier billing to compete with, uh, say, the Cheesecake Factory or somebody you know, like that that has a lot of money. It's funny yeah. you mentioned bakeries, Joe, because uh, we tried desperately the other day. There, there's a, a on Lorraine Avenue. Um, Susan and I tried to go to uh, like three different no four different bakeries the other day mm-hmm. every last one of them they were shuttered so yeah trump's america 
you're going to eat Hostess or Little Debbie, <laughs> you know? That's right. You know, you want a fresh pie? And it's going to be yeah. It's, it's going to be made in China, too. Yeah. Or 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 you have to go to the uh, the upscale cupcakeateria. The cupcakeerium. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know. I hear you. And uh, you know, buy some precious, you know, artisanal cupcake. That's you know? right. And uh, you know, and it's uh, sit around there with people who are wearing f- special frames and uh, and wax uh, mustaches. Uh, <laughs> and waxed mustaches and and and, and, hair, and hair buns, you know. Yes, man, in in the tight in men with jeans spray painted on their legs, um, right? Yeah. So, uh, and no socks, no cropped, socks. cropped, yeah. cropped as well. Uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. On that note, good discussion on net neutrality, everybody. We 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 wiggled it in there. Um, uh, so we're going to come back, listen to a couple more PSAs, and get into some Mad Libs because Pete. Cat Mad Libs. Mm. I got the new Cat Mad Libs. We, we're going to do some kitties. Yeah, kitties. So, all right. On the break, we're going to go ahead and listen to. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, the, the the way things used to be with television, we're going to listen to "She Won't Let Go" by Bob Rouse. She won't let go when I try to change the channel to a different show. That's <laughs> almost that. Actually, she must be net. Uh, you know, uh, he is net neutrality. She is the government because. They want to tell you what you can and can't watch, right? Yeah, let's yeah. go with that. So. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, re- I'm reaching here. So, all right. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night. Well, one more segment of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the final segment of this PSA Hole post-Turkey Day special of Turn Out the Night. And, of course, don't forget the bad jokes, or please forget the bad jokes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so, uh, but I want to start off this uh, this last segment with a couple dental hygiene reminders, everybody. And this first one comes from... The toothbrush family. Here you go. This is for this is for the Sues. Hey everybody! How about singing the toothbrush song? I'm gonna pause it right there because whoever that that character is there, that's the voice of Rudolph from from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, the, I know that much. So, but anyway, the toothbrush family song. Hey everybody! How about singing the toothbrush song? Really, really creepy. That was yeah. strange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like. I would just, never brush my teeth after I heard that. They, I don't they know. sounded like Oompa Loompas, you know? Wow. Yeah. 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 Oompa Loompas on drugs. Yeah. yeah. On right. crack. Yeah, being ground up in metallic gears. <laughs> I'm going to go with LSD. 
And uh, also, uh, here we go from ABC in the early 1980s. Uh, this is Yuck Mouth, everybody. They call me Yuck Mouth because I don't brush. And I think that might be Scatman Crothers singing. Because I don't brush. Oh, I like my teeth like this. They call me Yuck Mouth. No, I won't brush. How's about a little kiss? I got more beef in my teeth. Got some chicken, too. Ouch! That's a cavity. Hey, that's new. Well, if you don't brush your teeth, then get you to tell me a yuck mouth. Don't be a yuck mouth. Another nutritional message from the ABC Television Network. There you go. <laughs> well, don't be creepy a, as hell. Don't be a yuck mouth. Well, I think we should go don't one of... Don't be a yuck mouth. I'm going to get a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Was that really scat, scat man? It might have been. It sounded kind of like him. It sounded because he did the Hong Kong Fooey voice, and it sounded like the Hong Kong Fooey voice. I just wonder if he did that before or after The Shining. No, mm, I think it was from the early '80s, so it would have been after The Shining, right? Because The Shining came out in late '70s, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. that was just a scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, and but you know, like you said though, the the first one, uh, you, I think uh, you all concurred that maybe they were there was some drugs going on in that first one. And oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Users really? are. Uh, I, think I just so. I just want to tell you, you know what? If you use drugs, users are losers. All right. McGruff here. I want you to learn a song that tells people to say no to drugs. Users are losers, and losers are users, so don't use drugs, don't, don't use, use drugs. drugs. Winners don't use, and users don't win, so don't use drugs, don't, don't use, use drugs. drugs. If you know a user even part of the time, tell them to quit, take a bite out of crime. Users are losers, and losers are users, so don't use drugs, don't use drugs. Okay, everybody, if you know we use him even part of the time, tell him to quit, take a bite out of crime. Users are losers, and losers are users, I don't use drugs, don't use drugs. Nice going, now teach it to your mom and dad and brothers and sisters and friends to help take a bite out of crime. Don't use drugs. Teach it to your mom and dad or else. So. Yeah. <laughs> a little known fact that right after that commercial aired, there was a spike in drug use. <laughs> oh, I just I just find the fact that they use like forties music. Do 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 little ragtime kind of feeling stuff. So what 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 was the market that they were I don't know. Were they were they were they going towards the teen market or the grandparent market? We'll never know. I don't know, but I vividly remember that commercial rain, and there were some like I do too. there were some there were some there were some, there were some girls uh, th that were about my age when that commercial came out. Um, in that, you know, they were teenage girls, and uh, I wasn't in my thirties like Roy Moore. Uh, but there were some girls in that video, and I was like, hey, look at you with your big hair. I like you. I won't do drugs. So, um, and did they say to you, users are losers? So, um, I, I don't know. I never met the, the actual girls in that, but Susan is happy that I played the, uh, 
the, the she was very happy about the the toothbrush family song she doesn't oh my god so yeah so <laughs> what were people thinking in the 80s uh i don't know i i got susan <laughs> susan is say? like she's like 30 30 uh, like a minute behind and she's coming in to comment and saying i don't know what you people were doing uh saturday morning your homework like yes. a bunch of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Users are losers. <laughs> Those commercials were so weird. They were. And they you were know, really no- weird. And the reason why they were weird is because in the eighties, I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I wasn't out there doing meth. I wasn't shooting up sure. heroin. Oh yeah. I wasn't drinking and driving. I wasn't doing any of these things that these PSAs. Were telling me not to do. Yeah. So it was easy to wag None a finger. None of them. Yeah. No. Nah. You um. know, I, I saw them. I was like, oh, oh, those teenagers beyond it. Those teenagers. What are they doing? What are you well, doing, to be fair, you know, nearly 50 years ago, I had a lot of friends who were strung out on speed and a uh, couple on heroin and, uh, you know, um, some uh, uh, various and sundry drugs. And, and the commercials were mm, created for, you know, people who that were then, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20, mm. uh, were taking LSD and... Uh, back then they were starting to lace LSD with things like uh, strychnine and belladonna and you didn't know what you were getting and people were like jumping off of buildings and um, so there was a certain amount of justifiable panic um, over what was then drug culture and I had plenty of friends I was always I was always the guy who drove well hey you know uh, back then you know the 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 acid it was Poorly manufactured. It's just bad. Yeah. Acid. It's manufactured poorly. Yeah, so. <laughs> the brown acid. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, uh, all right. I went to a Janis Joplin concert in like 1970, mm. and there was bad drugs loose in the whole crowd. Oh, wow. And, oh, you, know, you know, there were like thousands of people who were completely weirding, you know. You know, um, I, I speaking of Janis Joplin. Speaking yeah. of Janis Joplin, I just watched an old Dick Cavett interview with Janis mm-hmm. Joplin and Raquel Welch on the same show, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was it was oh. the fun. I was telling my mom about this uh, uh, last night um, because Raquel Welch was like, she was like, "Oh yes, I was at this this premiere, and 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 the bodyguards were were you know grabbing one arm and taking me this way, and then taking me grabbing the other arm and taking me the the other way, and there were fans that I wanted to greet and I wanted to say hello to them, and you know, uh, and finally I said, no, I want to say hello to these fans, and she went up and she said hi to them. That, that's what she said, and then Janis Joplin sitting uh, across from her, she's like, yeah, because they're your fans. You don't want to. You don't want to let your fans down. They're your fans. They're they're your fans. And I was like, oh my god, that is the most awesome interaction ever. You know, but yeah. I'd never seen an interview with Janis Joplin. She's like, that's so important. They're your fans, and you want to go. You want to go be nice to them, and you should. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. it was a really cool interview. So yeah, everybody look up Dick Cavett with uh, Janis Joplin and Raquel Welch. Um, 
but uh, I, in, in in tribute to Joe, though, in the in the clown car, I want to play one one uh, last PSA before we get to Mad Libs. Here we go. <laughs> buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. Oh, uh, buckle up for sure. Gosh, Darlene, it sure is amazing how much we have in common. I know, Larry. We both love three-car pileups. We both were building Buffalo. And we both know wearing safety belts help save thousands of lives. Yeah, this is fascinating. Don't mind Vince. He's getting over a bad break. <laughs> I know. Janet's picking up the pieces, too. They're in here. I wish they understood it's all worth it to get people to buckle up. Hey, lacerated lovebirds, I sense a major crush. You could learn a lot from a dummy. Buckle your safety belt. Talk about head over heels. <laughs> I could swear I heard nice. Homer Simpson that was in awesome. there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh, you... trivia question. What, what was that song playing in the background? It's theme from a, theme summer place? a summer place. Bingo. I, I got it first. You're old. I'm not that old. I just used to have that record. Yeah. Uh, but that? I am old. I am old. Theme from a summer place. And yes. A summer place. <clears throat> yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not as punchy as uh, you know, "Stranger on the Shore." You know, yeah. but. Uh, you know, nonetheless. Or it's not as funny as Bill Murray singing the theme song to Star Wars. Well, yeah. With with lyrics. <laughs> right. Oh, you just had to bring that up, didn't you? This is the Nick Winter <laughs> Show, and I do the entertaining. Thank you. Let's go out with something really hot for these folks. A big hit out of 77. Ah, oh, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Star Wars bar, can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask, did he scare, scare you, you as much as, as he scared, scared me? Star Wars, those near in Star Wars, my seventh winner up here, Star Wars! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> there you go, there you go, Joe. I have that album. I have that album. Very nice. So, <laughs> oh, you're old. I'm old. We're all old. old Come old. on. So, except I range, saw the first Star turned... Wars in the theater. Me I did too. too. I did too. I was just gonna say we're all old, except Rain is 21. Yeah, but I was I in my 20s when I saw that. I saw it on the beach in the theater. <laughs> I saw wow. it at at Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, and I was. Burnt to a crisp. Were you? Yes. I had a terrible sunburn, and I only oh, went okay. to the theater to get into the air conditioning, and I loved it. There you go. So, uh, now I saw it when I was uh, six, I guess. Six, yeah, six or seven. Um, you were never six or seven. I, well, no, I've always been kind of an asshole, um, but you know. Oh my god! There were different, na- different, uh, but no, but Rain, Rain is only twenty-one. She is the youngest person on the show. And thank you for being here. I am. 
Um, and <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we gotta we we gotta do the uh, finish the Mad Libs up, everybody. Um, Kitties. Yes. So here we go. Mad, Mad Libs jingle. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Okay, here we go. We got three from uh, Cat Mad Libs. They're almost completely filled out. Let's start with um, Rain tonight. We'll go reverse alphabetical order. Uh, Rain, I need a place. Ray Gardens. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Great documentary. Mm-hmm. Creepy documentary, but great nonetheless. Uh, let's see. So reverse. Uh, Pete, I need a number, sir. Six. Six. All right, Joe, I need a verb. Crashed. Cra- uh, well, it'll be just uh, present tense. Crash. Crash. So, and... Rain, another number. 22. 22. Pete, I need a verb ending in ing, sir. Oh, okay. Portending. Portending. Yes. All right. And Joe, a plural animal. Um, possums. Possums. Do you want possums or opossums? Well, I would go with the O possum. Opossum. Okay. Does it matter? Does it? Yes. Matter? I just yes. wanted to offer that to Joe. So the, the opossum is the roadkill type. <laughs> I thought it was the Irish type. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was from Dub- Dublin. From Dublin. <laughs> Dublin. Dublin. Um, and uh, let me see. So uh, back to rain. I need an occupation, plural. Veterinarian. Veterinarians away. Veterinarians. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a, it's a long word, so I'm having a hard time spelling. Pete, I need a verb. Let's go with vet. No, I got it. I got it. veterinarians. I I got it already. Pete, I need another uh, verb, but past tense. Past tense. Yes. Okay. Babbled. Babbled. And oh. last but not least, Joe. Final word. Well, actually, it's not a word at all. It's a number. Mm. 12 12 it is alright here we go everybody we have three Mad Libs from Cat Mad Libs for everybody the first one is Cat Shows oh wait I lied there's one more word um (laughs) my apologies hey Suze what can you give me a verb a verb a verb Squatting. Squat. Squat. Everybody wants to Good add bird. something to it. I love <laughs> shoes. 
All right, so here we go. Cat shows. There are some cat owners who take the, their love of cats to an outdated level. A magic example of this, the cat show. Both gassy and purebred cats are allowed to squat in a cat show. Although the rules differ from commode to commode. <laughs> the cats are uh, uh, the cats are compared to a breed Oh my god, really? The cats are compared to a breed bag of dicks and those judged to be closest to it are awarded a joke. <laughs> Hopefully not one of my jokes from tonight, everybody. Uh, that's, that's a crappy prize. Uh, at the end of the year, all the anti-vaxxers who won at various shows are tallied up and, re uh, and regional and national bustles are presented. The very first cat... Oh. <laughs> the very first cat flu shot took place in 1598 at the Grey Gardens in England. <laughs> in the United States, in the United States, the first sh uh, cat shows were held. I almost said chat shows. The first cat <laughs> shows were held at New England Country Holy Relic in the 1860s. The most important cat show in the United States is the CFA Ravenous Cat Show. But no matter which cat wins, best in show. Every cat is a butt plug to their owners. Ooh. Ooh. Really? Really? A I mean, butt plug? That's, that's chat, rough. Our chat room. Mm. Chat is actually French for cats. Right? That's right. So. That's right. All right. This is uh, Cats in the News. News anchor. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned, condoms. After the commercial break, we'll have a, a fillatable story about a cat who saved a young blow-up doll from a rubbery dog. News anchor two. That reminds me of the story about the cat that dialed six one one after his owner fell 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 out of his conundrum. News anchor one. And how about that kitten that survived the deadly tweezer in Taiwan? News Anchor 2. Have you heard about the kitten that was saved from a backbone by... Oh, I'm sorry. Was saved from a backhoe by a backhoe fighter with sweaty water and a sex toy full of oxygen? What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> it's like Trump breathing. Yeah. And <laughs> makes me want to discontinue this segment. Uh, news anchor one. And who could forget uh, that moldy story about a cat that took a corset on the London underground? News anchor two. Well, I guess uh, he had uh, he had to crash. He had to crash to work just like everyone else. Alright. It's weird. Not that funny. But, you guys, you're giving it your all. Uh, here we go. History of cats. Last one. Cats have been portending with, or at least tolerating, people for over 22 years. Cats first became a part of our uh, uh, <laughs> fillatable lives. I'm sorry, I think that word got uh, put in there twice. Uh, our fillatable lives when people started to grow, uh, to grow grain. 
The grain attracted opossums, and the cats preyed on the opossums. Cats soon became a nasty fixture in people's penises. And, oh, I forgot. I uh, said penis. Don't say penis, 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 penis. Uh, I got the wrong clip there. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, and were even worshipped in hallucinogenic Egypt. There was even an Egyptian goddess that had the camel toe of a cat. Really? However, really? however, <laughs> the, in the loony ages, cats became uh, uh, came to be demonized and were thought to be affiliated with evil veterinarians. Many cats were babbled to ward off evil. In the 1660s, the cat's soapy reputation was restored. And today, cats are testicular stars and live in 12% of American households. Talk about a long and beefy history. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> there was. That was Mad Libs, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my oh, goodness. My oh. goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my my goodness. There you go. Um, <laughs> well, it's it's fun, much funnier on stage. I don't know. You guys, nobody's laughing at yeah. anything tonight. It's the tryptophan. I guess. It is. That's what it is. Wacky. It is. So. It dulls the senses well, and the sense I'm of humor. I'm not laughing because My when we were talking about the cats, yeah. I was thinking about Ben Carson's decision about what the... the Pyramids? Yes. Yes. And well, I think the cats brain were part right? of it, and the cats brought forth the hops well, to make yeah. the beer. Yeah, I, I think you're probably talking about this. Uh, the fortitude of the energy, of the belief, of the faith. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So... Like he said. Yes. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, start wrapping things up. Uh, good, good show tonight, everybody. Uh, I will, I will flog myself after uh, we're done with tonight's program for telling such horrible jokes on the program. Oh, uh, I'll catch a quick flight and come over there to Cleveland and flog you myself. Thank oh you, God. Pete. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. I'll do so it with much. my cat oh nine tails. No, see. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but or no, maybe this. All right, let's wrap this shit show up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe, what do you have on the way out of the program tonight? Congratulations on that fine-looking boy, PJ. He's a good little well, compact model of a pup. He is, but he's going to be big, big, big boy. Uh. Hey, Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, yeah, he's like a like a maniac. Uh, I, I dug up this uh, interesting article. Um, it's on a website called Twenty Four Seven Wall Street. Anyway, they have a list of how many people are still alive from the year you were born. Mm -hmm. And oh, I had some disturbing. Wow. Yeah. I, there's less than 80% of the people who were born in 1949, which is the year I was born. Oh, Joe. Oh, it's dear. disturbing. It's disturbing. 
Well, uh, thank you for bringing a good news story to our attention before we end the show. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, the good news, really, the good, the good news is if you were born, if you were born after 1940, more than half of the people are still alive. That so is a plus. Is. The bad news is if you were born in 1933, you're probably already dead. So if you're reading this, you won't be reading it for long. Wow. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah. Uh, well, you know, but to you end for you to end on a positive note, Michelle missed the picture of PJ, and she says, "I need to scroll up." Just post it again for her, so she didn't doesn't have to scroll. Oh, I can do that. There you go. So, all right. Anything else, Joe? Before we uh, uh, pass the torch? No, I just wanted to bring everybody down. Thank you. Holiday. Thank you. I thought, <laughs> I, thought I already did that with my shitty jokes. So huh? <laughs> I thought I'd put some emphasis on it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh a little, God. a little. Yeah, you, you managed to just drive that one right home. Man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, All right, Pete, what do you got on the way out of the program, sir? Well, having survived Thanksgiving, I'm always thankful to have survived Thanksgiving. We have plans to go see King Crimson perform in Milwaukee at the Riverside Theater you, this you Sunday You never miss evening. them. You never miss them, do you? Well, they, they you know, they, they, they've been touring for two years, you know, and now they're back, you know. And uh, uh, and uh, my lovely wife has come down with a terrible cold, and I suspect oh. I will come down with it tomorrow, and we will both go to Milwaukee and take in the King Crimson show while issuing forth vast volumes of snot. <laughs> Fortunately, we bought ourselves a box seat. You know, because, uh, you know, that's our Christmas present for and all of our presents for the nice. entire year, all wrapped up in one. Yeah. Nice. And so, you know, we'll only have like six other people to disturb with our, our, our yakking and coughing. Gotcha. And then, of yeah. course, uh, you know, um, then there comes the week. You know, so, um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I hope uh, I don't get her cold, which I will. And I hope she recovers, which she won't. And uh, and I already know the band is killer. A friend of mine was just at a show uh, in New York and said it was monster, you know. And uh, they play these nice. huge venues, giant theaters. and uh, Nice. Uh, you know, they got three drummers, man. Three. Wow, that's great. I I always love multiple drummers, percussionists, whatever. You know, uh, uh, oh, I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah. When so, you know, uh, at any rate, they break the mold. You know, uh, so in your yeah, so. In, in your honor, Pete, um, the uh, like the third song or second song queued up after the show tonight will be "Cat Food" by King Crimson. Um, love that song. Right before that, um, after we wrap up the show, uh, everybody stay tuned. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing live uh, on Indie Media Weekly after this, uh, Jody Hamilton singing with Gilt Lily the song Mystery Connection because she talked about the benefit she was doing for her sister's um, uh, uh, fund, which uh, uh, I I did share in posts on Facebook the other day. Let me uh, get the info real quick before I pass it off to Rain here, um, but. Um, there was uh, uh no i think i gotta get into my messages here uh but yeah so jody is is doing uh, a benefit for um her sister's uh, uh fund oh man seriously i'm not clicking on the right link there this is it 
Um, it's at Molly Malone's in L.A., and it is uh, the uh, it's on uh, South Fairfax Avenue in California. I know we have a couple listeners, but it's a, a benefit for the Carrie Hamilton Foundation featuring um, uh, Rolanda Watts as the Master of Ceremonies. Gilt Lily with Jody Hamilton will be playing Leslie Nauer. Uh, the dogs, disreputable few, and glitter trash will also be playing. It's only twenty bucks, and I'll tell you what. Uh, Jody did the song with Guilt Lily. They they actually have the song for sale on CD, baby. I bought it. I put it on the network to make it legit, and uh, that will be one of the first songs you hear after the show ends tonight. And uh, yeah, um, definitely check out all that information. Go look for Guilt Lily on facebook g-i-l-t-l-i-l-y and uh you'll find and, and i'm i'm kind of hoping that maybe jody sticks with the band and records some more material after this but we'll see but uh, uh all right so rain uh your parting shot i don't have any parting shots everything everybody else said was awesome but you like the psa's right you like the psa hole oh my god i love the psa's Yes, I love BSAs. One of my favorite was the 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 what was the um the drunk? Oh God, not the drunk. The crash Drivers. test dummies. Crash test dummies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. But it was wacky. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we did this tonight. Yeah, but I don't have good. anything else. I just, I want more indictments. I want Trump yeah. to go down. <laughs> well, and you yeah, know what? I'm all in the clink. And, you know, I should have set this up earlier this way, but the reason why I played all these PSAs, because PS stands for public service. And I am thankful for public service. When it's done by a good government that cares about the electorate, that cares about the, the citizenry. You know, that's yes. what I'm really yes. thankful for. Government, you mean? And uh, good government, good government. Yeah. And you know, that seems to be something that we're truly lacking. And it has, in in and it's been an erosion of things like the fairness doctrine, in the erosion of free TV, and now we're getting to the erosion of the free internet. Well, as free as it can be. Um, so, you know. I, I'm thankful. Yeah, you know, in my lifetime is, is for public these, service. These PSAs, they've been they've been happening since the '40s. Yeah, yeah. Since the '40s, and mm. I'm not seeing. I don't know. I'm not seeing that happening from our government. I'm not no, seeing it not being Trump's endorsed America. and just like going out there and being like, we need to put out PSAs. Yeah. So. All right. Well, on that note, we got to wrap things up. We're we're running ten minutes over right now. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, check out uh, Mike Check Radio. I'll be off tomorrow, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Of course, uh, Southern Progressive Revival as well, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Paul's Memory Bank on Monday at eight p.m. And we'll be back right here on Tuesday with another uh, uh what the hell is that sound <laughs> uh, yeah so all right and congratulations team rain for your clean sweep last tuesday but uh it all was, right it was lucky. 
It was. It was. All right. Uh, in God, thank the baby Jesus for that. And, and Joe, cur- and curse the devil for your loss. But anyway, we're going to wrap things up right now. We'll see everybody on Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Woo! As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. It's just bad acid. It's manufactured poorly.